Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. HD1, a radio.com station. ahead to Stevenson behind the field and dunks with both hands. Forbear spins, got around his man, reversed layup. What a move by Isaiah Forbear Chandler. Stevenson, he shoots the three. Good! This is Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. It's time for the pregame show. Here's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. Welcome to the Reynolds Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and alongside Bob Hull, Dave Wilson in the studio, and it is Wichita State and the Tulsa Golden Hurricane meeting here this evening, tip-off at 5 o'clock, kind of an early evening start. This will be game number 131 in the history of this series. Wichita State leads all-time 69-61. It is the third most played basketball series in Wichita State's history behind Drake and Bradley. And the Shockers looking to add to a 10-1 record in the series during Greg Marshall's tenure as head coach. But Tulsa has won five in a row. They are one of two American Conference teams with just one loss in conference play. The Shockers one game back at five and two. So a big game any way you look at it, Bob, but especially when you add in the significance of the rivalry over the history of these two programs. Yeah, I'm interested to see, Mike, uh, you know, you and Dave have been through a lot of great uh, Wichita State-Tulsa games over the years, and uh, they're expecting a sellout crowd here tonight uh, with uh, Tulsa on a five-game winning streak and knocking off uh, Houston and beating Memphis by 40 so uh, this could be a big, big ball game. I'm interested to see after the game if it ranks with some of the games that you've witnessed uh, Wichita State and Tulsa play. So it could be a really, really good ball game. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, Taylor Eldridge called me a couple of days ago to just get a few comments on the, the series and the rivalry. And it, it occurred to me that although the series is relatively close, as I said, it's 69-61 Wichita State, it's kind of gone in periods swinging back and forth between one program or the other dominating except for the 80s when both teams were really strong at a national level and there were so many great games during that stretch. But this is the first time really since then that you have two teams back in the same conference, kind of at the same level, battling for the lead in the conference, uh, that it's had that kind of significance. And so that makes it really special. Well, and I don't know the history as well as you do, but uh, when I think of Wichita State and I think of Tulsa, I think of athletic teams, I think of great coaches, I think of winning programs, and I, I think of pressing, running, dunking, and just exciting basketball. So uh, I'm looking forward to that tonight because uh, obviously Wichita State's got some talented young guys. Dexter Dennis is back playing like he was uh, last year and earlier this year. Uh, Jamie Nike has got it going again, and uh, Shocker's got a lot of good, sh- good shooting guards. But Tulsa, they got a front line that rivals uh, Wichita State's. They, they've got three guys. They go 6'6", 6'7", 6'8", on the front line. Big guys, 240 pounds, 220 pounds, and they can really score. So it's going to be a battle. I think I think Tulsa can match Wichita State athlete for athlete. And you have to think, 
you know, not that many of the players on these two teams have been involved in this series for very long. But last year, Wichita State came down here and beat Tulsa by 21. They do have plenty of players on their team that experience that. And so you think this has got to be a little bit of a pride game for them, even beyond what it means in the conference standings and keeping their winning streak going. Yeah, actually, the game up in Wichita was a more competitive game. Uh, they really did, did a good job of, of keeping that game close, and their, their zone, their matchup zone bothered Wichita State uh, up in Wichita last year. But down here, yeah, it was just a blowout last year. Shockers made 15 threes, I think. They shot 45% from three, 15 to 33, and just lit it up, beat them 81 to 60. So I'm sure they might have looked at a little bit of that, uh, or at least the seniors, uh, Igbanu, uh, Jariah Horn, those guys, and some of the guards probably reminded the younger guys, hey, uh, they, 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 they really took it to us here last year. Let's, let's pay them back. Well, we want to remind you this is the Intrust Bank pregame show, and the way to reach us is by phone at 869-1037, area code 316, or you can reach us on Twitter by tweeting me at, at Shocker Voice. So Twitter, at Shocker Voice, by phone, 316-869-1037. Love to hear from you. Dave Wilson back there fielding your phone calls for us. And we're going to start things off with Al calling from Texas. Al? Well, as always, thanks for taking the call. Uh, it's always fun to have a true rivalry game. Uh, no matter you know where the teams are at, it's always uh, you can almost throw that out the window. But this year, you know, both teams are playing particularly well. Although I have I have trouble getting a real grasp of uh, how good Tulsa is. They've uh, been on a, a pretty good streak here, and uh, you know everybody wants to talk about the forty point win over Memphis. But uh, this is also the same team that lost by thirty one to Cincinnati. Lost to Arkansas State, lost to Texas Arlington. So this is a little bit of a hard team to get a grasp on. They're playing a little bit better ball. But uh, I think the Shockers are going to be in good shape today. I think uh, we certainly uh, should win this game. And uh, that's that's what I'm looking forward to, a good, hard-fought game, uh, an aggressive crowd there. And this is what college basketball is all about. But uh, I think the Shockers will manage to pull out a win on the road. All right, Al. Um, you know, it is a little bit hard to gain a feel for Tulsa because I saw their game on TV at Cincinnati, and they just got blown out in that one. I watched them play Memphis, a game they won by 40. Uh, my feeling in that game was that Tulsa certainly played well, but Memphis played really poorly that night. Um uh, I don't think if you match them up again, there'd ever be a 40-point difference either way. But uh, be that as it may, I mean, they're on a roll. They have a lot of confidence right now. Uh, when you look at the stats over the, the five games, and we'll do that later, uh, they have very impressive stats. And Bob and I were talking coming down here. One of the things that, that's a little bit different about this stretch is that Frank Haith kind of changed his lineup around, Bob, and, and went to different guys coming off the bench. And uh, for whatever reason, that seems to have really clicked with this team. Yeah, I think Al pointed it out. They've, they've lost just they've lost some games that they shouldn't have lost, uh, but then they've won some games that maybe they, they shouldn't have won. Uh, they went on a three-game losing streak at Arkansas, uh, Colorado State in three overtimes at K-State, but that was close. That was a two-point game. Uh, but then they got into conference play, and they've been 6-1 and one since they've been in conference play. And other than that Cincinnati, that blowout at Cincinnati, uh, they probably played at Cincinnati like we played at Temple, you know, just one of those games where they just couldn't get it going at all and got blown out of there. 
But uh, they've won five straight since then. And listen to the teams they beat. They, they beat Houston here at home by two. They won at East Carolina. Remember, the Shockers barely beat East Carolina at home. They won at Tulane. Tulane's a really good team this year. They beat Memphis. We talked about that. They blew them out. And then they, at Connecticut in overtime. So they've won three games on the road. So they've been, uh, Frank Hates has been fiddling around with that lineup. And I think he's found a lineup, obviously, that he likes. And uh, they're bringing one of their best players, Martin Igbanu. They're bringing him off the bench. And since he's been coming off the bench, they're 6-1. and one. So they've got some different guys playing at guard, uh, different guys starting. Uh, and uh, it took them a while. It took them a month and a half to figure out their best starting lineup and their substitutions patterns. But Frank Hayes has it going now. And uh, their team's playing with a lot of confidence. So... Uh, I think uh, Shockers are going to have to play very well tonight to beat this uh, Tulsa team, who is the best defensive team in the league. They really shut you down defensively. Had a question on Twitter, uh, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer. I'm almost at least 99% sure of the answer, and that is, has Wichita State ever beaten Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Tulsa, and Oral Roberts all in the same season? And I'm almost positive the answer is no. For one thing, uh, there haven't been that many years when they've played Oklahoma and Oklahoma State the same year, and there have been a couple of those seasons recently where they beat one but not the other. Uh, of course, they've already beaten Oral Roberts, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. They have two chances at Tulsa, so uh, certainly this could be the year. And, uh, you know, people have already uh, started talking around Wichita about Wichita State becoming the Oklahoma State champions if the Shockers can <laughs> can win this series so uh, it is kind of a fun development and again the big thing out of all of that is that they're playing uh, and I certainly give Greg Marshall and the Wichita State administration Darren Boatwright and staff credit for that and the other schools as well for being willing to play each other it makes perfect sense they're all good programs they're so close nobody's more than a three-hour drive from the other and it just makes a lot of sense both for the for their power rankings, for ease and convenience, and also for their fans to, to play these games. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, obviously it makes a lot of sense, uh, you know, the, with, the, with the Shockers playing Tulsa again back in the same conference, so that, that, that's great uh, for both programs. And then, of course, playing Oral oh, Roberts makes a lot of sense because uh, the proximity of the two programs. And, uh, and remember the Oral Roberts game earlier, that was a really tough ball game for the Shockers, and they squeaked that one out. But, uh, you know, you got to give Oklahoma State and Oklahoma a little credit for uh, willingness to play uh, Wichita State because a lot of Big 12 teams would not do that. A lot of Big 10, Big 12, Pac-12 times teams don't, don't want those kinds of ball games. But uh, it also is a testament to where Greg Marshall has taken this program now. Uh, Wichita State is not a mid-major anymore. Wichita State is a high major. And so teams like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, can play you home and home and not have to worry about having a bad, bad loss or, uh, you know, because uh, or a win that doesn't really count for them because Wichita State held in such high regard and has been in the national rankings. And that's a testament to Greg Marshall in the program. All right. Thank you for the tweet. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones with John. John, thanks for calling. Okay. I was wondering, as a four timeout that is rooted, allotted to both to the team, how many of those timeouts are can can be uh, made full timeout. Uh, the timeouts that are allotted to the team, you get one full timeout, and the others are 30s. So uh, you get one 
one full, and, and that used to be a minute. Now I think they actually take two minutes when you, you do that, and uh, the others are 30-second timeouts. Is that right? I think so. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I think you just have one full timeout that each coach can call, and, uh, and the others are 30s. And I believe you have to use one of the four in the first half. I think I'm pretty sure about that also. And then you get you could have three left in the second half. I'm glad you asked that, John, because I'm, I'm going to check that because it's been so long since I coached. They didn't even have 30-second timeouts back when I coached. So uh, it's been a while. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to look that up. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. There's so many TV timeouts now. They take them every four minutes of uh, the clock. So it's the under 16, under 12, under 8, and under 4. So there's four media timeouts, and those are usually, what, about two and a half minutes, Mike? When they go to a TV break, I think it's a couple of minutes. So those are pretty long. So there's plenty of timeouts in most games. All right. Thank you, John. Gerald is on the phones as well. Gerald? Good afternoon, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. I was wondering if the conference is going to add anybody to replace UConn or if they're going to realign uh, after UConn leaves, uh, uh, just kind of what the future holds for the conference, and I'll uh, listen to your comments over the radio. Thank you. You know, that's interesting because uh, just a week or so apart, we heard two very different things about that. When we were in Philadelphia, Harry Donahue, their longtime play-by-play broadcaster, told me that he had just recently interviewed Mike Oresco, the American Conference Commissioner. And uh, in that conversation, Commissioner Oresco had said that he, you know, basically said there wasn't anything in the works, that it might be two or three years before the American added another program to replace UConn. And then about a week later, we were on the trip to South Florida, and Jeff Chapman, who is now the, uh, the video coordinator for the basketball program, had heard a report from the night before that the Mountain West Conference had come out with an announcement of a plan for its kind of realignment and so forth, and that Boise State was upset about those plans and talking about getting out, and he may have even mentioned the American Conference as a a possibility and then the the feeling was in this story that Boise State could potentially bring Brigham Young with them which is a program that the American I know has at least kind of put out feelers to to see if they might be interested and then there was even part of that rumor that uh, that that might possibly bring Gonzaga from the West Coast Conference just for basketball so uh, you know that certainly would be exciting and interesting if that would develop but that's uh, that's strictly in the rumor stages right now I, I think probably uh the more likely scenario at the moment is that the american is not just out there uh frantically searching for someone if, if they're going to add someone to replace uconn they want a program that's going to bring all the the right things that they're looking for to the conference alignment wouldn't that have to change their name to the Trans-American Conference? <laughs> <laughs> there used to be one, you know. There was yeah. a Trans-America Conference, yeah. although it was really only about half the conference to stretch from Florida to somewhere in Texas, I think. And uh, some of those schools have ended up in the Southland and the Atlantic Sun and a bunch of those. But anyway, yeah, it, it certainly would become kind of the Trans-American Conference. I, I wasn't thinking that big. I was thinking more somebody like VCU or somebody like that would be a good <laughs> fit, you know, uh, in this league. But uh, uh, you know, like like they said, they're, they're not in any hurry, uh, so uh, they'll just play a, a, a little shorter conference schedule, and uh, they won't worry about filling that. Uh, most of the time, it's a football 
that's uh, driving that uh, decision anyway. Which which Boise and Brigham Young certainly would bring to the table. So. Yeah, mostly it's the football program that's driving the uh, driving that decision. Although with Wichita State, that was uh, for once. Uh, in fact, the basketball coaches made that known that they they kind of liked the idea that finally a basketball was the reason that a, a school was added, you know, to the conference. And, and just from a purely perspective look at it, if let's say that happens, if those three schools wanted to join the American in, in Gonzaga's case maybe just for basketball but but I don't know but let's say you have those you'd have 14 schools in the American you could go to divisions then for basketball seven in each division and you'd play the six schools uh, in your own division twice that'd be 12 games and then the others once or some rotation you know where you'd have an 18 or 19 game conference schedule that wouldn't be you know, certainly out of line. Some conferences have 18-game conference schedules, and so it wouldn't force the, the current American schools to cut back on their non-conference scheduling that much. So, you know, it, it is feasible, although, again, that's right now, that's just kind of in the very early rumor stages. You know, speaking as a, as a former coach, you know, I'd rather play Tennessee Martin and, and uh, uh, Central Arkansas than play Gonzaga twice. <laughs> I wouldn't mind playing the Zags once a year. You know, do a home and home. I don't know if I want to play them twice every year. I have, okay, we have some references to previous Wichita State Tulsa matchups via Twitter. This is one I had never heard, and this comes from Brian Welch, a Twitter follower, who said, according to the history books, the game-winning shot from the corner by Joe Griffin in the mid-'80s would serve as the first time in NCAA history the officials went to the monitor to confirm a call. Actually, it was a game-tying shot. Joe Griffin hit a, uh, a three from as dead in the corner as you can get. He was practically falling out of the corner out of bounds to send a game to overtime that the Shockers eventually won here. I believe that was in the 87-88 uh, season. But I did not recall that uh, the officials went to the monitor, and it was probably just to see if he did get it off in time because uh, I don't think... The monitor was not established back then as a regular thing you could do and on certain types of calls, but uh, I, I think they may have had the option of looking at a monitor to see if time had expired, and it had not. He got the shot off in time. So I was not aware of that. I didn't remember that they went to a, a monitor review, but that's a very little interesting little piece of basketball history there. Well, one of the officials told me that they're required to go to the monitor at least once a half so that their moms can get a good close look at them <laughs> to, to see if they've been eating well. We This has come up, and uh, this is in a couple of questions on Twitter. Uh, Shane says, I recall the Paul Pressey, Steve Harris, and Nolan Richardson days is a fierce rivalry. Do you recall a more heated in-conference rivalry than those days for WSU? No, not even, not even close. And there have been some some good rivalry games with Bradley and Creighton. Creighton. Certainly Creighton got pretty heated, but... The Tulsa-Wichita State thing had been established over such a long period of time. Uh, the proximity of the two cities, it was, it was different. It was special. And, uh, and in those days, particularly heated again, uh, partly because both programs were at a really good place nationally, and those games really meant something. And so I, I think that that certainly uh, added to all of that. And I don't think there's ever been one for the Shockers in conference quite like that. You know, uh, as far as heated, uh, Illinois State uh, got, got pretty 
got pretty crazy yeah. there for a few years uh, with Greg Marshall and uh, uh, their guy over there. But uh, they never had the national rankings that uh, that Tulsa had and uh, uh, Nolan had down here. So it, it didn't have that national implication like those games back in the 80s did. And that stemmed from a specific incident one game that kind of created some ill will between the two programs. Yeah, and yeah. Tulsa, yeah. really, the Tulsa rivalry started the same way with football right after World War II and had to go, do with Tulsa's treatment of Linwood Sexton, and it just continued to boil from there, uh, but it just kept going. It, they played every year for 40 years, and, and uh, it just kept, uh, kept intense. But when you get two teams that are really good and playing for national level recognition and conference titles as well as just trying to beat the other one then it gets uh, it gets to a point that's a little different well we're seeing a lot of shocker fans around the stands uh, here already at Reynolds uh, uh, Reynolds Center here uh, they were here early too saw many many shocker fans scattered all over uh, this arena so it looks like there's people all the way to the top row I see up there at midcourt. So it's, it's it's not capacity. It's going to be pretty close to it. And there's going to be, uh, oh, there's got to be 1,000, maybe 2,000 Shocker fans going to end up uh, here today. Oh, I think at least 2,000. There might be 1,000 here already. Yeah. All right. Drive to the game is brought to you by Kansas Land Tire and Service. For great tires and professional auto service are always a slam dunk. You're listening to the Intrust Bank pregame show. If you would like to call us, the number is 869-1037. If you would like to tweet us, it is at Shocker Voice. And we'll be right back. And so if we solve for X, we get... One IHOP breakfast combo with all-you-can-eat pancakes. The pancake limit does not exist. The pancake limit does not exist! <laughs> you heard the genius. Come into IHOP today for free all-you-can-eat pancakes when you buy any breakfast combo. Or you can come in Monday through Friday for the 2x2x2 two by two by two combo with all-you-can-eat pancakes for just $4.99. It's math you can eat. Dine-in only. Price and participation varies. It's Chevy Truck Month, and it's the right time to get behind the wheel of the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. After all, what truck has the most functional bed in its class and up to 20% more cargo volume than the competition? The all-new Chevy Silverado. And what truck offers the choice of powertrains to help you find the power and efficiency you need? The all-new Chevy Silverado. Head into your local Chevy dealer and see for yourself that the only truck that compares to a Chevy Silverado is another Chevy Silverado. See your hometown Chevy dealer today. Combining home and auto with State Farm gets you a whole lot covered for less. But this State Farm radio ad gets you this jam covered for free. Cover it all, but nothing at all. I want my premiums to fall by combining policies for home and auto. Cover it all. And have for more coverage, visit statefarm.com. This is Bill's retirement party. That's Bill, and over there is Ed. Bill planned for early retirement with the help of Baxter and Associates. Ed didn't. Bill's thinking about a cruise. Ed is thinking about wearing a vest with a name tag and greeting shoppers. Life often takes money and planning, so Baxter and Associates' website is money-planning.com. Baxter and Associates, time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC listed entities are not affiliated. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Mulvane, see Kirk Farber. 
Shocker Basketball is brought to you by Wesley Medical Center, Comfort Systems, the Kansas Lottery, Delta Dental, Gotcha Covered, Jabara's Carpet Outlet, Hog Wild Pit Barbecue, Intrust Bank, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, and the Kansas Department of Transportation. Welcome back to the Reynolds Center in Tulsa. Mike Kennedy alongside Bob Hull, Dave Wilson in the studio. And we've got some spots open for you to get in touch with us. 869-1037 is the phone number. And on Twitter, you can reach us at at Shocker Voice. I had a question about uh, those teams from the 80s that I'm going to try to answer intelligently here. I do want to mention, though, that our pregame show brought to you in part by Jabara's Carpet Outlet and Flooring Center at 1816 North Broadway. They were in business even before those 80s rivalries got underway and have continued to provide great service, great product at super everyday prices for well over 30 years. They're found at 1816 North Broadway when you need carpet, hardwood, laminate, tile, vinyl plank, area rugs, great quality stuff at the best everyday prices. Go see Jabara's. All right, here we go. Uh, I was asked to name a starting five for each side from those those that 80s era. For Tulsa, Bruce Van Lee at the five, Herbert Johnson at the four, Paul Pressey at three, Steve Harris at the two, and probably Mike Anderson at the point guard. Mike Anderson was in the first group of players, as was Paul Pressey that Nolan Richardson brought in here in the 80-81 school year. They were all junior college transfers. Four were from his Western Texas team that had just won the national championship in junior college. Mike Anderson was from a different JUCO program that came in that same year. And, of course, he became Nolan's assistant here, has gone on to be a head coach at Arkansas. Uh, Where is he now? He's back east somewhere. uh, St. John's? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, uh, and then for the Shockers, Carr Lovingston, McDaniel up front, Aubrey Sherrod, Tony Martin, in the backcourt. Those would be my, my 80s teams. Say that again in. now, the Shocker 5. Antoine Carr uh-huh. with Lovingston, Xavier McDaniel with uh, Aubrey Sherrod and Tony Martin in the backcourt. Wow. and uh, Pretty t- good lineup. Tony Martin has the, uh, I was just, Brian Holmgren and I were doing some work on double-doubles this week. Tony Martin had four points assist double-doubles in one season in 1981 for the Shockers. That's a pretty good front line. Uh, Xavier McDaniel's Antoine Carr and Cliff Levingston. Uh, you and I might be able to play guard with those three guys and win some games. You know, what's kind of interesting is you, I would play Cliff at the five on offense because he was more of a back-to-the-basket guy, and Antoine could range outside, shoot it outside, and then play Antoine at the five on defense because he was a shot blocker and, and a, you know, a guy who could play the other team's five-man. So, uh, anyway, I'd, I'd uh, take that lineup and, and have a feeling I'd win a lot of games. You know what? He didn't win a lot of all-star. He wouldn't be in a lot of all-star games, but Randy Smithson was a really good point guard. Yeah. And he had a knack for getting the ball to the right guy at the right time and would just sp- speed him up, slow him down, and was like another coach on the floor. So then, sometimes you need a guy like that with a bunch of talented guys around you. And he and Tony Martin just worked <laughs> tremendously together the, the year that they played together in 81, just anticipating each other. Tony would be all over the guy handling the ball, and Randy would slip off of his man and poke it away and, and, you know, just stuff like that. So, yeah, and then, you know, there's some guys from the late 80s, Sasha Radunovich and, and Dwight Prelo and Joe Griffin that, that certainly would be 
you know, a big part, Steve Grayer, that would be a big part of uh, any Shocker team that you put together from the 80s to add some depth. So uh, that was a great decade for Shocker basketball, and certainly Tulsa was right there with them for most of the decade. Well, I don't know if you're going to see anybody today with that kind of notoriety uh, or NBA players, but there's going to be a lot of good athletes uh, today at the front line. Uh, Rochelle, Igbanu, and uh, Horn for Tulsa. What do you see these guys? I mean, they, they are really, really talented front line, and they got a bunch of guards that can shoot well as well. So uh, uh, today there's going to be a lot of good athletes on the court. It's going to be a battle. Fun game ahead. Right now we're continuing to take your calls and tweets, and we have Ron on the phone. Ron? Okay, guys. Uh, you mentioned Paul Pressey. I can't imagine that. He must have set a world record against WSU, uh, being instrumental in that half-court sideline trap. Uh, boy, I, don't, I can't remember which game it was, but, boy, we, we got trapped there so many times, I almost uh, wanted to refund on my ticket. Um, a news flash: Echenique got his first conference assist last game. Now then, my question is, uh, based on everything, our, our talent level, uh, the fact that we've had ups and downs this year and trying to gel and all that, are you guys a little surprised that our record is as good as it is? And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just I think we got we got a real good record. And anyway, that's all I got. Go Shocks. Well, Ron, you've talked a lot this year. I hope I don't know if you were listening to the coaches' show on Monday night, but you have brought up that that point quite a bit this year about the postmen and their assist totals and their passing. And so I I brought it up with Greg Marshall and said we've had one particular caller that's been interested in that all year, and and how do you evaluate that? And he he said that's something we still have to get a lot better at. That that is. Uh, something that he would consider kind of below average so far. Postmen passing out of the post to open shooters and so forth, and uh, something that they're continuing to work on. So uh, I think you've hit on something that still could get a lot better. not selfishness, but uh, just a skill that those guys need to develop a little more. Yeah, I don't think that they're unwilling to do it, Mike uh, and Ron. I think uh, I think the guys are unselfish. I think Jamie and I think uh, poor Bear and and uh, Asborn are, are, are wanting to throw it out of the post uh, and Mo Udeze, Udeze but uh, you know, either they don't get it out soon enough and the double team gets on them and then they can't get it out without getting it deflected, or another problem. Uh, is because the, the guards aren't positioning themselves in the right spot. When you throw that ball into the post, or let's say another guard from the other side throws it into the post, you just can't stand where you're at. You've got to move. If you're the open guy on the weak side, you've got to move and open up a window where the postman can see you and you can see the postman. So you got to open up a passing lane. So the, a lot of it falls on the guards moving to the right spots or the other postman diving to the block. So it, it's a coordination between the guy trying to kick it out of the post, but also the other guys getting to a place where they can get him the ball and then get an assist. Somebody's got to make a shot. So, you know, a lot of good stuff has to happen before an assist happens. So uh, they got to kick it out. The guy's got to catch it. Then they got to make the basket. As to your, uh, your question about, you know, surprised at all or, or whatever the feeling is to be 17 and three at this point, 
Uh, I would say yes, that uh, certainly I, I would not have expected anything any better for sure, and uh, maybe you've been a little surprised with the record at this point. I think maybe more than anything else was that if you had told me, looking at the schedule the Shockers were going to play, that they'd be 17-3 and at this point, I would have thought that Dexter Dennis would have had to be playing at the level we kind of expected from him going into the season, which means kind of all-conference caliber type of performance. And Dexter went through some stuff and wasn't that player, and yet they kept winning. And uh, certainly now that he's back and really starting to play like he can again, uh, that, that certainly is encouraging in terms of what this team can be. And, and Greg Marshall has kind of expressed also that, that honestly 17-3 and three is probably a little better than he might have expected at this point with the schedule. But the point now is can they go from where they are now, a very good team, to being the kind of team that could be a sweet 16 or better team. There, there certainly has to be another step that this team takes, and it, it really needs to start happening now. Yeah, I didn't think we'd be 17-3 and three at this point. I, I thought it would be the kind of season where uh, we would have uh, maybe more losses at this point and then get better as the season goes on because of the young guys developing and the chemistry of the team coming together. So... Uh, I think the record is better than, than I expected it to be and maybe what Coach Marshall expected it to be. But uh, you also got to look at some things. Dexter Dennis, uh, after his played great in his first two games, really went into a slump and then missed those games. So he really hadn't been producing as well as, as we expected him to. Although in the last, what, two games, he's 8 out of 17 from three. So he's back to shooting the ball like he shot it last year in these last two ball games. And then, remember, Jamie Echenique had the broken hand, so he was out a, a whole month and a half of practices. He was playing great back in uh, September, and I thought, wow, this guy's going to be first team all league. He's playing just super. Nobody's going to be able to stop him without double teaming. And then he gets hurt, breaks his hand, and that throws his, his season back a little bit. So now he's gotten to where he's starting to uh, produce and, and playing a lot more consistently. So, uh, you know, that injury hurt him. But I, I must say that I, I think the guards played much better, the freshman guards, than I expected them to do. Tyson Etienne, I thought, played a lot better than most freshmen do coming in and playing the m number of minutes that he's playing. Uh, Grant Shurfield, I think, has really played well. And uh, Eric Stevenson, I think, has improved a lot over last year and playing much better. So I think some of those guys, the younger guys, are playing better than I expected. And a couple other guys, because of injuries or whatever, uh, didn't play as well. So... Uh, I think 17-3 is uh, it's just a super record at this point. Again, 869-1037 or on Twitter at at Shocker Voice. And if you're looking for somewhere to go watch the game with other Shocker fans, it's tipping off in about a half hour. The official Wichita State watch party location is Chicken and Pickle at the corner of 13th and Greenwich Road. Join Shocker fans to win some great prizes and cheer on the Shocks. And that's your official Wichita State watch party location, Chicken and Pickle, 13th in Greenwich, brought to you by Eisenhower National Airport. Let's go back to the phones with Doug. Yeah, guys, uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, you've been talking about the old rivalry with Tulsa, so I'm going to go back there. And I want to ask a question about just one player uh, who I thought was an exceptional a really good basketball player. He's a Wichita native. I'm talking about Ricky Ross. Uh, 
he, uh, he I, I don't know, something happened in his, uh, in his career, but and it didn't turn out like it should have. But I believe, and correct me if I'm mistaken, and I probably am, but did he not play at KU, Wichita, Tulsa, and a junior college uh, uh, school also? So go Shockers, and I'll hang up and listen. Uh, Well, to be specific, he played a year plus at KU, his freshman year, and then uh, at the semester of his sophomore year, he left KU and I believe enrolled at Wichita State. I mean, uh, that was the the word that he had enrolled at Wichita State. He did not practice with the team or anything uh, and then left Wichita after that spring and went to one junior college in California that summer and then ended up at a second junior college where he played what was his sophomore year of eligibility. And then, yes, then he transferred to Tulsa, played two years for Nolan Richardson at Tulsa. Was a very good player for Tulsa on uh, some very good teams for Tulsa at the time. Uh, But as you said, uh, for whatever reason, I don't know that his, uh, his career even with as well as he played, was quite what it might have been. I, I think he was the best high school player I ever saw. This is a young man that dropped 42 or so on Isaiah Thomas in that Kansas-Illinois All-Star game after his senior year in high school. So, uh, yeah, he was a tremendous high school player out of Wichita South and, and had two very good seasons at Tulsa, and uh, that was the the last stop on his uh, his college career well he's been coming to some shocker games uh, uh I've, I've never watched ricky ross play i didn't live in wichita uh, back then but uh, uh bob lutz pointed him out to me he was sitting and uh, up uh, on the front row there to the left of the television crews about uh, maybe 10 seats down from the the tv guys uh up there in the front row so ricky's been coming to some of the ball games so it's good to see him out and good to see him coming to the game hey uh interesting question have we had the opportunity to meet the family of the players and our thoughts um, not all but uh, certainly in the last two years we have met at least some of the parents of uh, last year's group and then this year's group uh, been awesome to meet them uh, really really nice people uh, obviously uh, very interested in how their sons are doing in Wichita and, and with Wichita State I think they're always gratified to find that uh their young men come to Wichita and get such great reception from the fans and the community and people at the university. And uh, so it's been enjoyable. Uh, we've had a chance to talk to Tyson Etienne's parents a little bit, Bob, even more than I have. And we uh, had a chance to talk to Noah Fernandez's family, some in Philadelphia and, and so forth. And so, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been really nice to get that opportunity for me. That's one of the really enjoyable things about doing what we do is to, get to know the young people and in my case men and women i've worked with volleyball for a number of years getting to know them as people getting to know their families a little bit and uh, it just kind of adds to the whole experience yeah we've had some good relationships with some of the families that they get to a lot of games i remember the shamans used to get to a lot of the games and it was fun getting to know his family and and their relatives Uh, the bakers were at a lot of ball games Uh, ron's parents uh they they were road warriors and went to a lot of games uh I guess if there's a guy like that this year, it's probably Max Etienne, or Etienne, the way he pronounces it, Tyson's dad. Max Max is here today. I asked Tyson at practice yesterday if his dad was going to be at the game. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, he's going to be here. So 
I think he's getting to a lot of the games. Uh, he's a former basketball player from the University of Maryland. And then, uh, as Mike said, we, we met uh, a lot of uh, uh, Tyson's family who was, were here about four games ago, got a chance to meet his mom and other relatives. And then uh, the uh, Fernandes, uh, we met uh, all of them. Uh, they had a big group at uh, Hartford and Philadelphia. So we sat in the lobby and talked to them for about an hour one night uh, and really got to know them a little bit. So that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, it's, it's fun to meet the families and, and find out where they're from and, and get a little bit of their background. Uh, we have a, qu a comment here on Twitter. It said, I believe last year was also a sellout here in Tulsa, but the majority were Shocker fans. Any idea of the number of Shocker fans today? Actually, last year was a midweek game here, and there were still a couple of thousand Shocker fans here. But two years ago, the first year the Shockers were in the American, it was also a Saturday game. Uh, last year was 5,002, and at least 2,000 of those were probably Shocker fans. Two years ago, it was pretty much a sellout, and we felt like with no prejudice at all that at least half the crowd and probably a little over half the crowd was Wichita State fans. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how much of the arena they're able to fill up tonight. Certainly, uh, they're earlier arrivers than a lot of the Tulsa crowd, and there are a lot of Shocker fans here already. Well, I hope we hear them cheering a lot today. <laughs> that means the Shockers are making some baskets and, and playing well. I hope they're not, we're not hearing them boo a lot. Uh, for calls and bad plays. So uh, a lot of Shocker fans here, uh, thousands. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a sellout here. The, I'm, I'm looking up at the top row and and looks pretty full all around the top here. So it's going to be a big crowd. We are running out of time, but we'll take a quick break, try to come back to get to a couple of more of you before we wrap things up on the Interest Bank pregame show. Looking for something fun to do with friends and family? Tallgrass Country Club has just what you're looking for and more. With golf and fitness memberships starting as low as $40 per month, it's more affordable than ever to get off the couch. Enjoy our Arthur Hills-designed 18-hole championship golf course. Work out in our state-of-the-art fitness facility. Or feel free to dine in at our club restaurant, open to the public seven days a week. Play where the Shockers and Shockers fans play and enjoy a free month of membership today. At American Family Insurance, we know your life has many moving parts, from your four wheels to your hard-earned home and the financial future of your family. We'll cover the things that matter most. Bundle your home and auto policies for possible savings and add life insurance for convenient, future-focused protection so you can keep dreaming towards what's next. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Are you like Steve? Steve likes getting savings done. That's why he picks a health plan from United Healthcare. It has lower out-of-pocket costs plus a wellness program that may shoot $1,000 his way for meeting walking goals. With United Healthcare, there's something for everyone to like. Visit uhc.com to learn more. United Healthcare. Insurance coverage provided by or through United Healthcare Insurance Company or its affiliates. Health plan coverage provided by or through a United Healthcare Company. We want to ask you one question. When was the last time you did something for yourself? As we grow up, we start taking care of the people around us, which means we spend less time tending to our own needs. At CBD Plus USA, we believe in doing things the right way. Our goal is to cultivate an environment where hard work, respect, and community flourishes. If you want to know how self-care can be different, then visit our three Wichita locations, 3570 North Woodlawn, 21st and Tyler, and 2564 North Greenwich. Live your best life. CBD Plus USA. 
Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Sandra Means, Alex Acosta, or Sam Odeny. In Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. And in Valley Center, see Tim Dink. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to Tulsa. We've got time to take one more phone call. Sorry, wish we could get to them all, but Chuck, you're going to close it out. Hey, Mike, I'll try and be quick. Um, back in the 80s on the, your Tulsa team, there was, I may have the name wrong, but there was a guy that used to drive me and the Chalkers nuts, and I think he had pro potential or projected potential until he tore up his knee. And I believe his name was David Brown. Do you recall him? Yes, he was one of that group that came in with Nolan his first year and had played for him at, uh, at Western Texas uh, Community College. David Brown, Greg Stewart, Paul Pressey, and Phil Spradling, who was a guard, and then Mike Anderson, as I said, came from a different junior college. But, yeah, David Brown was another very good player, as was Greg Stewart. Brown was about 6'8", David Stewart about, or Greg Stewart 6'9", and uh, they were a very good front line for two years. A different gear for Wichita State. Okay, thanks, Mike. Thank you very much. Sorry, everyone. We don't have any more time. we got Greg Marshall coming up next on the Interest Bank pregame show. Basketball is a fast-paced game that's full of surprises. In your fast-paced life, surprises can include medical care that just can't wait. When that happens, expert care and the latest technology are close by in the Wesley Emergency Care Network, Wesley Medical Center ER, and Pediatric ER at Central and Hillside. Wesley West ER at 13th and Tyler, Wesley Woodlawn ER just north of Woodlawn and 21st, and Wesley Derby ER at Rock Road and Patriot. Check average wait times at wesleymc.com. Winter is here, so you know you don't want to wait for your heater to give up on you. Give Comfort Systems a call, and they'll be there to make sure you're ready to handle the brutal winter chill. Whether you need basic maintenance or a brand new unit from Daikin Comfort Pro, Comfort Systems is ready to help make sure you're living comfortably this winter. For more information, visit us at comfortsystems.net. That's comfortsystems.net. Choose comfort. Twin Peaks is your ultimate sports lodge. Where will you be on the biggest football Sunday? Get to Twin Peaks for the best seats made from scratch food and ice-cold 29-degree beer. It's a football fan's paradise. Who you got, San Francisco or Kansas City? No one wants to sit in the nosebleeds, especially on the biggest Sunday of the season. So you call the victor, then join us for the biggest game of the year here at Twin Peaks. East at 21st and Rock, west at Ridge and Taft. Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views. Did you know that Goodwill is way more than a thrift store? I'm Molly Fox, a proud employee of Goodwill Industries of Kansas, inviting you to learn more about the Goodwill programs that give purpose, pride, and dignity to people in our community. Visit goodwillks.org backslash more than. We are grateful Intercom Cares. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see John Green, Mike Rogers, or John Rouse. In Hutchinson, see Travis Rodenbaugh. And in Newton, see Ken Hall. Wichita State University Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Back at the Reynolds Center in Tulsa, the coach's corner with head coach Greg Marshall is brought to you by Hogwild Pit Barbecue. Head coach Greg Marshall joins us before tonight's game with Tulsa here in Tulsa. Coach, a week in which you had a little more time. Has it been productive? Maybe spend a little time first on your own stuff and then move into the preparation for the hurricane. Yeah, we've got a, a lot of tough games coming up. So the practice time was much needed. Um, 
it gave the guys off a couple of days, but we interspersed with that uh, some good practices, some good video sessions, and, and hopefully uh, you were chomping at the bit, ready to get back into game action. Certainly Tulsa's zone has been effective for them. It's been a big part of their improvement, and you've seen a lot of different defenses, a lot of good defenses. What's maybe a little different about theirs? This is just a, a matchup zone. Uh, it looks like a 3-2. Um, occasionally, I think they just do some switching man-to-man -man that, that looks kind of like a, a, a zone. Um, they're very active in it. You know, they, they kind of hang their hat on it. So they work on it, and, and they're very good at it. So it's, um, it's caused people to shoot low percentages. We'll have to make some shots tonight. And are there a couple of keys in particular to attacking it or how you approach attacking it? Well, just, you know, like any zone, you, you can't just rely on windshield wiper passing out front. you gotta, you got to penetrate the zone be, with, the, with the dribble, with the pass. you got to get it inside the zone. you got to get it down on the baseline and into the corners. Um, I think it's more vulnerable. When you when you do those things, certainly it can be difficult to rebound out of a zone. And you've been a pretty good offensive rebounding team. Is that something you've kind of emphasized to your guys? Yeah, we've got to get second and third opportunities. You know, that's a, one of the negatives about a zone. It's more difficult to because you don't have a man. You got to go find someone to box out. And every once in a while, someone can slip through the cracks of a zone and get to the offensive glass. And we've got to we've got to definitely do that. How about them offensively? What uh, what do you have to kind of concentrate on stopping them? Well, their bigs are really uh, very talented. Igbanu had 28 in his last outing. He's a senior post player, really strong inside. He's got a great jump hook over his left shoulder. Uh, Jariah Horn is a Kansas City kid that went to Nebraska and then transferred in. He can shoot the three. Uh, he can drive it a little bit. Just a really talented player plays the four and the five and then the transfer uh, from LSU and then junior college Brandon Rochelle he's a he's a slasher he can shoot it a little bit but he can really get to the rim uh, he shoots 60 something percent on shots inside the arc so he gets in there and he finishes well so he's kind of an x-factor also all right coach thank you Shocker head coach Greg Marshall Wichita State and Tulsa coming up from Tulsa Give your employees the smile power they need to conquer any business challenge with a healthy grin. When you want your top people to feel at the top of their game. When your sales team is fresh out of rebuttals and the deal needs to get closed. When it's time to pick a dental insurance plan, give your employees the nation's largest network of smile-defending dentists with plan options that meet your company's budget. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental of Kansas. It's time again to go inside the numbers with BKD CPAs and advisors. Your team pushes hard to get the job done, but a little boost never hurts when challenges get steep. Our dependable, trusted advisors can help you serve up financial success and attack obstacles so you ace your strategic goals. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? Go to BKD.com and go Shocks! Ever wonder how good your AC and furnace system is? Ever wonder how good Fauna Stock is? Well, as a new customer, you can get both answers for less than 20 bucks. Now, for just 1946, the year Fauna Stock started, a trained HVAC tech will come to a system diagnostic, suggest ways to improve your efficiency, and provide a free estimate on any needed repairs. It's our new customer 1946 special from Fauna Stock and Lennox. Innovation never felt so good. 
Fauna Stock, 943-HEAT. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Vivian Adams, Sean Chapman, Carrie Mock, or Chris Post. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. When Coke Industries seeks new talent for its workforce, it travels all of two miles from its global headquarters to Wichita State University. The team at Coke is filled with shockers who are creating innovations to meet everyday needs like cleaner water, renewable fuels, advanced medical devices, safer vehicles, and energy-efficient building materials. See the inspiring stories for yourself at kochindustries.com. Breakaway pass to Dexter Dennis. He is all alone. He will slam it home with authority. Gets it to Echenique on the block. Muscling in on Blake Paul. Got the basket and a foul. It's open three left corner. Good for Dexter Dennis. This is Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Here's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. Good evening once again, or still good afternoon, I guess. Welcome to the Reynolds Center on the campus of Tulsa University in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Wichita State and the Hurricane meeting for the 131st time in the history of the two programs. And a lot on the line. Tulsa comes into today's game at 14-6 and six overall, 6-1 six and one in the American Athletic Conference. Wichita State at 17-3, and three, ranked 22nd and 23rd in the national polls, 5-2. and two in the American, one game back of the Hurricane. Bob Hull alongside with the winning strategies brought to you by Capital Federal, trusted banking and loans for your family, home, and business. At Cap Fed, everything is true blue. Capital Federal, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, Tulsa is one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Let's first talk about defending them. Frank Haight has a bunch of tough, experienced athletes that are really tough to cover. Let's talk about their three top guys. 6'6 junior, Brandon Rochelle, he's a JC transfer, played at Pearl River. His freshman year he played at LSU. He's a long athletic scorer that can beat you inside and outside. He's shooting 50% from the field, so that tells you he's getting really good shots. And he's 81% from the free throw line, so you can't foul him. He's twice AAC player of the week. And in three games earlier this year, he had 24 at Oral Roberts, 30 at Austin P, and 20 points at Southeast Louisiana, so he can fill it up. Look for Dexter, Dexter Dennis to start on him. Jamarius Burton will probably get him when Dexter's out. Then there's 6'8", 240-pound senior Martin Igbanu. He's Mr. Inside. He's really a load to handle. Average at 11 points, 5 rebounds. But in league play, he's, he's brought that up. He's coming off a great game against UConn, 28 points, 10 rebounds. So he's really played well in his last game. He started 12 of the first 13 games, but in the last seven, he's been coming off the bench. And in those seven games, he, they're six and one. So he's better coming off the bench. Look for the Shockers to double team him in every time he catches the ball inside because one guy can't cover that guy. Six, seven, 220 pound junior Jariah Horn. He completes the front line for them. He's averaging 12 points, 5 rebounds, but in AAC play, he's raised that to 15 points, 7 rebounds. He can score inside, but he can also step out and hit threes. He had 21 points with three threes against Memphis and 23 points against Temple with four threes, and he had five threes against Colorado State. Now Tyson Waterman, Coach Waterman has the scout today, and he's really concerned about that transition game. And he says to win this game, the Shockers are gonna have to get back and play really good transition defense. 
Now offensively, Tulsa holds opponents to 39% from the floor, and they hold their opponents to 28% from three. That's best in the conference. They confuse teams by switching from a man-to-man to a matchup zone, and they throw a couple of presses in there to confuse teams as well. So teams waste time and stand around trying to figure out what defense they're in. Memphis got confused and got beat by 40 points here, and Houston got confused and got beat here too. So to beat their matchup, you got to move the ball. you got to move players at the same time. Don't stand around and dribble, and don't just pass the ball around the perimeter. You can hear the Shocker crowd yelling as the Shockers are coming out, and I think they might have made more noise than the Tulsa fans did. But talking about beating their matchup zones, you got to move players, you got to move the ball, and high-low uh, high offense will work well against their man-to-man -man or their zone, so look for a lot of high-low against both defenses today. The Shockers must get the ball to the high post and attack the defense inside out. But look for Jamarius Burton to be at the high post or maybe even Grant Sherfield. They'll get it to a guard there and then play out of that. You got to hit a decent percentage to beat any zone. So look for the Shockers to shoot 34% or better to win the game against Tulsa today. And rebounding is going to be the next key that I think is very important. Tulsa is very athletic, very aggressive. You've got to block them off and prevent them from getting follow-up baskets because they really crash the boards. But the Shockers can hurt them on the boards as well. They play that matchup zone, and zones are susceptible to rebounding. So if the Shockers can win the battle of the boards, Mike, they get a good, good chance of winning this game today. Boy, and you look at their stats. For the year, Tulsa's out rebounding its opponents, but just by one and a half per game. But over these last five games, this winning streak, it's ten and a half per game. So they've really stepped it up there. Over this five-game winning streak, they're holding their opponents to 35%, and the highest percentage they've allowed is 39.7%. I think it would be safe to say the Shockers have got to shoot somewhere over 40% this evening to win this game. Yeah, they're going to have to shoot better than 40%, and to do that, they're going to have to move the basketball, and they're going to have to be cutting and moving and moving the ball at the same time. Where Tulsa gets you is you stand around and pass the ball and try to figure out what defense they're in. If you start doing that, then you're going to end up throwing up bad shots at the end of the shot clock. Yeah, something interesting that uh, developed, we watched video today, Coach Greg Marshall mentioned to his big man that when Tulsa is pressing or extending that zone and the guards are bringing the ball down, for the big guys not to be statues. The four and five men need to move around, uh, break to the basket, make themselves accessible, because when you do that, you force the two guys back in that 3-2 look to go with one of those bigger players, and then it opens up some uh, opportunities to reverse the ball out front and actually drive the ball right to the basket. Yeah, that was his, that was his line. Don't be statues out there. you got to be moving and trying to, to uh, confuse the defense don't let them know where you are. So you don't want to set up the same way every time and run the same stuff because a matchup zone will do just what the name implies. They will match up with you and start overplaying whatever play you're playing, Mike. So you've got to mix it up. You've got to be cut to the high post. You've got to be cut to the short corner. You've got to run the baseline. You've got to pass it around the perimeter. You've got to use skip passes. You've got to go inside out. So you've got to employ all of your different strategies against zones to beat this matchup zone. And I, maybe this is an old term that coaches all know, but I've never heard it used before in his pregame interview. He said against the zone, any zone, 
you can't have the windshield wiper passes out front where it's just going back and forth across the top and especially with that three-man front in this zone a lot of the time you've got to find ways to get over the top of that and get the ball in the paint yeah that won't hurt that won't affect that zone at all in fact if you even go from wing to point to wing to point to wing they'll just they'll just match up with you and they won't do you any good at all so you've got to pass and cut through and you got to move guys and move the ball at the same time then that, that'll get the matchup confused if you move guys and move the ball and have multiple guys in one area where one guy can't cover two guys. Well, we'll have the lineups here for you in just a moment. Right now, though, everyone coming to their feet here at the Reynolds Center, and the teams have lined up at each end of the floor as we prepare for our national anthem. As you can hear, it's going to be loud in here at a good number of this crowd, maybe half, wearing Wichita State yellow and black gold and black and believe we're ready for our national anthem Nicely done. Very nice rendition of our national anthem. I would guess those youngsters are probably middle school age, but very nice performance of our national anthem here at the Reynolds Center. Yeah, turned it into a hymn. So, ready for the lineups. Shockers in black, trimmed in gold and white today, and Tulsa home white trimmed in blue letters and numbers. And starting lineups brought to you by Equity Bank. Equity Bank blocks all ATM fees anywhere from giving you a charge. Be sure to visit them online at equitybank.com slash magic. For the Shockers, at a forward, Trey Wade, 6'6 junior from Marietta, Georgia, 8.1 points per game, 6.2 rebounds. At the five spot, Jamie Echenique, 6'11 senior from Barranquilla, Columbia, 10.9 points per game, 5.8 rebounds. Dexter Dennis on the wing, 6'5 sophomore from Baker, Louisiana, 7.8 points per game on the year at a guard Tyson Etienne 61 freshman from Inglewood New Jersey averaging 9.9 points per game shooting 41 and a half percent from three and the point guard is Jamarius Burton a 64 sophomore from Charlotte North Carolina averaging 10 and a half points per game 
And the Shockers, of course, coached by Greg Marshall. Now in his 13th season, the Shockers rank 23rd by AP, 22nd in the coaches' poll, 17-3 overall, and 5-2 in the American Athletic Conference. Tulsa now in its fifth year under Frank Haith as head coach. They have averaged 19 and 13 over his four previous seasons. This year's team was nine and six just five games ago. Five wins in a row. They are 14 and six, six and one in the American Athletic Conference. They are 10 and one at home with their only home loss to Arkansas State. And they have won home games in the conference over preseason co-favorites Houston and Memphis, beating Houston by two and Memphis by 40. Still waiting for the actual introduction of their lineup as they're going through the uh, report on the board. Tulsa is wearing shirts honoring the late Kobe Bryant. It says Mamba Mentality. On the front has a list of the nine vic- listing of the nine victims on the back of the shirt. So that continues to resonate all across the country. A lot of tributes being paid in all corners of the United States after that tragedy just last weekend. Starting for Tulsa, Emmanuel Ugbo, a seven-foot junior from Lagos, Nigeria. Transfer from Iowa Western Community College starts, but is only playing nine minutes a game, averaging 1.9 points per game. The point guard is Elijah Joyner, a 6'3 junior from Chicago, averaging 6.6 points, 3.4 assists per game. On one wing, Lawson Corita, a 6'5 senior from Little Rock, Arkansas. He averages 5.9 points per game. Moving from a backup role, even though he was the team's third leading scorer last year, coming off the bench to a starting position recently, 6'7", Jariah Horn is a junior, redshirt junior from Overland Park, averaging 12.1 points per game, shooting 35.5%. Also at forward, Brandon Rochelle, a 6'6", junior from Natchitoches, Louisiana. I believe they pronounce it Natchitoches down there. Brandon Rochelle, the leading scorer at 14.8 points per game and they'll you'll see a lot of Martin Zigbanu early 6'8 235 senior from Nigeria averaging 11 points 4.7 rebounds and also Darian Jackson will play a key role off the bench a 6'2 junior from Overland Park averaging nine points per game Tulsa is eighth in the nation in three-point percentage defense, 33rd in overall field goal percentage defense, 60th in scoring defense, and 64th in steals. The one thing that they really don't do well is shoot it deep. They're 299th in three-point field goals per game, under six per game, and 259th in three-point percentage at 31.8%. But they have the guys here and there, like Darian Jackson, and Jariah Horn, who can certainly get hot from long range and change that statistic a little bit. Yeah, we've talked about Jariah Horn and how, how the big guy, you know, he's six foot seven, 220 pounds, but he can knock down a bunch of threes if you let him get started. He started the last nine games, and they've taken off since he's gone in the starting lineup, and he's raised his average to 15 points a game, seven rebounds a game in conference play. He's playing 33 minutes a game, but look a lot. Look for a lot of Big Bonnu. That kid's going to play a lot tonight. 
officials for tonight's game. Byron Jarrett, Bill Jacobson, Garrick Shannon. And Garrick Shannon's going to toss it in the air. It's Oog. It is Ogbu. Ugbo, sorry, is Ugbo against Jamie Echenike on the opening tip. Ball in the air and bounces to Tyson Etienne. Neither was able to quite reach it fully. The Shockers have it first. Marius Burton signals the offense from out top. Goes right wing to Etienne. And Tulsa moving with the Shockers as they cut. Down on the left block, Echenike. Back to the basket against Ugbo. Throws it cross court to Etienne. Right corner, Dennis drives it. Drops it back on the baseline. Wade, 15-footer. It's good. Trey Wade gets the first two points of the game, knocking one down for Wichita State. Yeah, good ball movement against the Tulsa man-to-man defense. Dexter Dennis drove and then kicked it back to Wade for the open jumper. Rochelle out front, drives the right side of the lane, cut off on help by Echenique. Trey Wade picks him back up, so it's going to be Wade on Rochelle. Joyner driving, and they're going to call a foul on Ugbo, who just cold-cocked Tyson Etienne following the cutter. Overly aggressive screen set by Tulsa in their first foul. Yeah, that was a really hard screen by the 7-foot, 250-pound junior, Ugbo. He was moving into Etienne, and that's why he got the foul. Shocker basketball, shocks up 2-0. And Jamarius Burton will bring it up the floor. Picked up by Joyner out front. Goes to the left wing. Carita this time stayed in that part of the floor and picked him up. So they're in the zone. Pull up in the lane. Short by Burton. Rebound Tulsa. Rochelle came out of there with it. Waits for the traffic to clear a little bit. Brings it across the timeline himself over to Joyner. Cuts to the middle. Avoids Echenique. Right elbow to Horn. Down on the right block, Ugbo pivoting in there, jump hook, missed badly. Rebound Trey Wade for Wichita State. Yeah, wild shot by Ugbo that time. He's not much of a scorer. He's mainly in there to play defense and rebound. Burton flips it right wing to Etienne. Back out top to Dexter Dennis. Well beyond the top of the arc. Goes left wing to Wade. Left block, Echenique. Little turnaround, left hook. Good. A left-handed hook from about six feet out. Jamie Echenike makes it 4 nothing. Yeah, his hook looked a lot prettier than Ubo's hook. It was, a, like you said, with his left hand going away from the basket. When he turned, I thought he was going to shoot that right-handed jumper with his shoulder to the defender, but hooked it in there. Rochelle with a turnaround, and that is in and out. Rebound Shockers. Echenike cleared it. Contested shot. Dexter Dennis was right up on Rochelle. Three by Etienne in transition. Way too hard. Wade trying to chase it down. They say he touched it last. I thought maybe Rochelle had deflected it, and that's what the Shocker fans hear. You hear all the booing. There's actually as much or more noise in Wichita State's favor as there is for Tulsa tonight. Yeah, you really heard it during warm uh, during introductions. The Shocker fans were making more noise than the Tulsa fans. That time, Etienne, a little too pumped up maybe, shot that thing almost all the way over the top of the basket from the right wing. Joiner inbounding. Some pressure from the Shocker's full court. Putting it up along the left side is Joiner now into the front court. Gives it to Horn right in the middle above the arc. Right wing to Corita. One dribble. Picked it up. Can't find anyone. And finally hands it off to Horn coming way out front. Shot clock at 15. Horn drives it into the keyhole. Spins down the lane. Slapped away by Burton out of bounds. Last touch by Jamarius Burton. But excellent defense. Stayed with him on the 360 spin and knocked it out of his hands. Yeah, Horn's got a lot of moves. He can shoot the three. He can play inside. That time he did a spin move down the lane, and Burton stayed with him. Joiner in the right corner to Carita. Drives it into the lane. Bounce pass under. And Echenique gets a hand in there and picks it off. Clears it to Burton. Jamarius into the front court. Right side of the floor. Penetrates a little. Pulls it back out. Echenique at the top. Left wing to Etienne. Starts left on the dribble, bounces up top to Echenique. Looks right, 
One dribble, handoff to Etienne coming out top, handoff to Burton going the other way. Dribbles to the left wing, looks inside, drops it to Echenique. Left block, working his way in, gets a man in the air, little pull up, left it short. Ball tipped up in the air. That was defended by Martin Zigbanu, who came in at the deflection a moment ago into the lineup. Three by Horn in transition there. Well, that's what, that's what Tyson Waterman was worried about. You got to pick them up in transition because they'll push it up and shoot it quickly. And that time they pushed it up to Jariah Horn, who buried a long three right in front of the Shocker bench. Wide open. And now for Tulsa, another substitution quickly as Darian Jackson, a 6'2 junior, Checks in at a wing for Lawson Caritas. They've already subbed a couple of guys as Jackson is in and Igbanu is in. Wichita State still with its original five. Yeah, I like this Darian Jackson. He's from Blue Valley Northwest High School. He's a tough kid. Burton left wing in the front court. Keeping his dribble. Spins up top. Cut off, though, by Jackson. Tries to penetrate over to Echenique. Three by Jamie. Good. Jamie Echenique, who had not made a three in a long time, had one last game out against Central Florida. He's got five, and the Shockers lead seven to three. Well, that'll loosen up the defense a little bit, get those big guys out of the lane. Rochelle driving, spinning, fall away, bounce short, rebound Wade, quick outlet to Burton into the front court along the left side. Stops on the wing, feeds it back to Dennis out front. Echenique, right wing, Etienne. Drives, got a step all the way in the lane. Left corner, Burton, out to Dennis. He drives it. Kicks it over to Wade, 12-footer right side, short by Trey, tipped up by Dennis, grabbed by Wade, goes inside, got a man in the air, hands it off to Echenique, who lays it in. Wow, what a nice pass by Trey Wade, made a shot fake, two guys went up to block him, and then he dished a little shovel pass to Echenique for the layup. Jamie was seven, the Shockers lead nine to three, right wing joiner in the front court, spins to the middle, down into the lane, turns around, bounces down on the block, Igbanu, jump hook over Echenique is good. Well, they're supposed to double-team Igbanu, but nobody was around to go double-team, and he shot it over the top of Echenique. First two for Igbanu, 9-5 Wichita State. Etienne on the right side of the floor, hands it back to Burton. Dennis out top. Dexter back on the right wing to Burton. Shocker's trying to figure out the defense here. Burton penetrating over to Dennis, left wing. Left corner, Etienne. Looked at Echenique, who was covered. Dexter Dennis, three from out front. Off the back, rebound, tipped and out of bounds. But Wichita State with a foul over the back by Jamarius Burton. And that'll send it back Tulsa's way. And we get under 16, 15-20 to go in the first half. It's Wichita State 9, Tulsa 5. An auto policy from State Farm gets you collision coverage. And this radio ad from State Farm gets you coverage of this beloved 90s hit. I hit a car. I hit a car, I hit a car. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. My agent's gonna help me. For more coverage, visit statefarm.com. This is Tiffany Wilson, Senior Director with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, inviting you to join us for our Great Strides Walk on Saturday, May 2nd at Exploration Place. For more information, call 316-652-6524 or go online to register at fightcf.cff.org and we're glad Intercom cares. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Mulvane, see Kirk Farber. When you and Mooshock have a date on the hardwood, make sure you're never late because of car trouble. Avoid that highway walk of shame by working with your nearest Kansas Land Tire store. 
As the name implies, always great value on tires, but also a service department that can handle anything from scheduled maintenance to brakes to exhaust and cooling systems. Wichita State basketball, Kansas Land Tire, and a well-tuned vehicle. The trifecta of a great winter. Find your nearest Kansas Land Tire store by going online at kansaslandtire.com. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Certainly one key so far, Wichita State's is getting more possessions. The Shockers have one offensive rebound to none for Tulsa, no turnovers to two for the Hurricane. And so the Shockers have had nine field goal attempts, making four for 44%, Tulsa two for five, and both teams have made one three-point field goal. Each team with four total rebounds, Wichita State leading at nine to five at the first media timeout. I think a really good start for Greg Marshall's group. They really seem locked in. Everybody's communicating. Everybody's uh, knowing what's going on. A lot of movement on offense. So I like what I'm seeing so far. Morris Udeze in for Echenique. That's the only change so far for the Shockers. Surefield too, Mike. Surefield for uh, Jamarius Burton. Possession, Tulsa. And they now have Isaiah Hill, a six-foot freshman guard in the game. Rochelle bringing it up, then handles it to Hill. Hill way out front, out near the timeline, guarded by Etienne. Bounces at the high post to Igbano. Turns, faces down the lane, fumbled it. Trey Wade comes up with it. He just fumbled the dribble. Trey Wade picks up the turnover. Yeah, they're going to help off on that guy. And Trey Wade was in the terror, in the in the area and got his hand on that ball. Tulsa picking up in zone now in their defensive end. Etienne out front, cross the front to Sherfield. Looks to penetrate the top a little bit, pulls it back over on the left side to Dexter Dennis. Still up above the arc. They're just doing windshield wiper passing, as Greg Marshall called it right now. Five to shoot. Sherfield trying to drive it. Throws it over to Wade. Gets a man in the air. They didn't get it off. Made a good fake, but it was too late. And that was Sherfield and Etienne just not making any progress to attack the zone, just passing it back and forth out front. Yeah, Greg Marshall just called uh, Grant Sherfield over to instruct him a little bit. Uh, got to get that ball moving and got to get some guys cutting through. If you cut through, you'll know quickly if it's zone or man-to-man. Not because of that, but Eric Stevenson is in now for Etienne. He was waiting at the scorer's table to come in anyway. Driving the lane and stumbling a little was Jackson. Now bounce pass on the block, and they're going to call what? Looks like wow. a foul on Udeze. Udeze, but that's a tough call because Ibanu was just really backing him down. I don't know what uh, Moe's supposed to do. Get out of the way. <laughs> First foul on him. Second team foul now on the Shockers. Tulsa inbounding from the baseline. Hill having trouble getting it in. Lobs to Ibanu on the right block. Ibanu back to the basket. Back in his way in the lane. Little turn around. Missed it off the back. Udeze fighting for it. It bounces out loose, and it's out of bounds. Last touched by Martin Zigbanu, and Wichita State will get it back. Yeah, Zigbanu's got a couple of shots right in there near the basket, but hasn't made either one of them. And that time, not a real strong box out by Mo, but the Shockers got away with it. Here's that three-quarter court trap, uh, the 1-2-2. One, two, two. Dexter Dennis got it to the timeline, then across to Sherfield, who looks to Greg Marshall for a call. Feeds it right side to Stevenson and hands it right back to Sherfield. In front Wade, left hand, left side Dennis, hand off to Sherfield, coming right to left. Now back to the top, pulls it back, right side Dexter Dennis, down to nine to shoot. Dennis trying to make a play out front, gets a screen, drives it, throws it over to Sherfield. He's going to drive it, pull up off the glass, missed it, rebound, fought for, and it's tied up. Udeze. At jump ball is the call, but it'll go to Tulsa on the possession arrow. Yeah, the referee, uh, Garrick Shannon, uh, 
called a held ball, and in alternating possession, it's going to be Tulsa's basketball. Funny thing with their zone, when you cut a guy through from one side to the other, that guy, the defender will follow him all the way through. Not many zones do that. 13-39 to go first half. Wichita State leading 9-5. Tulsa bringing it up, and it is Isaiah Hill who handles it into the front court. Started toward the right side, comes back left, all the way over to the left side of the floor, back to the middle. Carita back in the game, cutting through the lane, wasn't open. Left wing, Jariah Horn, guarded by Wade. Horn trying to drive it, pulls it back. 10 to shoot. Out front, Jackson, over to Hill. Hill trying to make a drive on Sherfield at the free throw circle, then over to Jackson for a force three. Air ball, rebound Tulsa, but shot clock violation, and the Shockers will get it back. Yeah, really stout defense that time by Wichita State and forced Tulsa to force up a, a long shot by Jackson late in the shot clock, and he put up an air ball. Greg Marshall calling a bunch of people over, so I'm not sure who's in and who's out. Echenique is back in. Udeze goes out. Wade's going out, and uh, Dennis is going to move to the, uh, the four, four spot. Yeah, De uh, Etienne came back in. So it's Sherfield, Etienne, Dennis, Stevenson, and Echenique. Tulsa extending its pressure a little bit into the backcourt. Shockers break it. Left wing, Dennis looking to the block. A couple of dribbles, and out front to Grant Sherfield. Right wing, Etienne. Near the right baseline, Stevenson with the jumper. Air ball over everything. Echenique chasing it down. Recovers on the baseline. Avoids a steal. Gets it out to Sherfield. Grant driving. Bounce pass underneath. And up with the reverse layup. Dexter Dennis. It was blocked. Batted out by Echenique to Etienne near the right corner. Stevenson out front. Had a shot. Passed it up. Now over to Dennis. Four to shoot. Dexter with a contested three. Way short. And the rebound out of bounds off Tulsa. Yep. Bounced off the hand of Jariah Horn. Yeah, I don't think Eric Stevenson knew how much was on the shot clock because he had a wide open look with about seven seconds on the shot clock. Probably should have taken that shot, but Dex put it up, went off out of bounds off of Tulsa. Shocker ball. Stevenson planted in from the baseline, having trouble, and then way out near the timeline to Sherfield. Shockers have been getting really deep into the shot clock on every possession. Left baseline, Stevenson drives it, jump stop, cross court. Sherfield for three. Good. Brett Sherfield lines home a three from the right wing. His first basket, the Shockers' second tray, and they lead 12 to 5. Yeah, nice to see Grant knock down a shot. Previous three games, a total of 13 points, only 14% from three in the last three games. So good to see him knock one down. Jackson lobbing it to the block to Igbanu, and Echenique got around in front, deflected it out of bounds. It will stay with Tulsa, but nice post defense by Jamie Echenique. Yeah, Echenique ran down a nice rebound on the other end too, Mike. So Echenique is really playing hard right now. Bono goes out. Tulsa going a little smaller. Horn is now the five-man. Hands it off on the right wing to Hill after the inbounds pass. Hill spins, takes it into the lane, tries to get it up in there. It rolls out. He got fouled. So it's fortunate for the Shockers that it did not go down. He'll have two shots. Foul was on Tyson Etienne. And that will get us to the second media timeout. 11.53 to go in the first half. It's Wichita State 12, Tulsa 5. Equity Bank is a proud sponsor of Wichita State Athletics. So get into the school spirit by stopping into any of our four Wichita area locations and opening a checking account so that you can customize your debit card and show off your shocker pride. Don't forget, at Equity Bank, no ATM fees nationwide. For more information, visit equitybank.com. And shockers, here's to a great season. Equity Bank, member FDIC. 
Welcome to Big Box. Hi, I'm ready to get an LG 4K TV delivered. Sweet. All right, let's get started. Of course, delivery's extra. Plus, you probably want the TV hooked up. That's not part of the delivery? Also, the fuel surcharge. Plus, the haul off. Plus, your name starts with an M. What? My name? Flight service fee. Extra steps charged. Sunny day fee. Ugh, mileage out. Should have gone to Hefner's. At Hefner TV, we believe your TV should be fun, not frustrating. That's why we offer free delivery and installation. We also service everything we sell. LG and Hefner TV. Watch Happy. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Sandra Means, Alex Acosta, or Sam Odeny. In Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. And in Valley Center, see Tim Dink. What if good health was infectious? What if the benefits of a healthy lifestyle could spread throughout our community? Providing each and every Kansan with the opportunity to live a healthier, happier life. At the Kansas Health Foundation, that's our mission. We invest in the ideas that combat today's top health threats because we believe that every Kansan deserves the chance to be healthy. Learn more at kansashealth.org. Go Shocks! WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Seven seconds have been played here in Tulsa. Wichita State leads it 12 to 5. The Shockers 5 of 14, 35.7%, 2 of 6 from 3. But they've held Tulsa to 2 of 7 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. So the Shockers have had seven more field goal attempts. They are plus three on offensive rebounds and only have one turnover to Tulsa's four. Yeah, Shockers doing a really good job defensively and doing a really nice job on the boards as well. A moment ago, Tyson Etienne was called for a foul on penetration by Isaiah Hill, and Hill shoots the first two free throws of the game, makes the first one. That will cut the lead to 12-6. Hill, as a free throw shooter, just 50%, 8 of 16, and he has played in all 20 previous games, so doesn't get to the line very often. That one is good. Both of those look dead center. Hill gets his first two. Shockers lead 12-7. Bringing it up, Sherfield, cross court to Etienne, left side of the floor. Tulsa, that three-quarter court press, right wing, Dexter Dennis, back out front to Sherfield. Tulsa drops back into his zone, 3-2 look with Elijah Joyner out front. They swing it left wing to Etienne, back to Sherfield, come on over to the left wing. Has his dribble going, looking for a screen, gets it, pulls up for the jumper. Good, about a 16-footer at the left edge of the circle. And back-to-back baskets by Grant Sherfield, who has five. Yeah, he called Echenique to come out of the post to come up and screen for him. Uh, Grant Sherfield playing with a lot of confidence. 14-7, Wichita State in front, and a deflection and steal by Stevenson. Going to the basket on Joyner. It's blocked by Elijah Joyner and recovered by Horn for Tulsa. Yeah, as Eric was going up, I said, watch out. This kid's going to try to block it, and he did. Joyner in the offensive end. Right wing, Carita for three. In and out and settles in. Wow, that was a moon ball. That thing, he was shot way high by Lawson Carita. Carita, 32.4%, but he shot 39% a year ago. He's very capable from out there. It's now 14 to 10, Wichita State. Sherfield out front, left wing Dennis, open three for Dex. Spins off the opposite side, rebound joiner for Tulsa. Yeah, wide open shot from the left wing for Dexter Dennis. Nobody Pass picked under up. Horn got back. Yeah, not, not good communication that time by the Shockers. I think Dexter Dennis got mixed up who he was guarding, and nobody picked up Horn in transition, Mike. 14-12, Wichita State. Tulsa scoring the last seven points. Stevenson open three left side, good. Shockers needed a bucket. Stevenson gets one. 
That gets the lead back to 17 to 12. They've had a lot of open shots in, in both corners and uh, looks good to see Stevenson knock that one down. Spinning in the lane, taking to the basket. Joiner, another spin, lost the defender shot in and out. Rebound at Chenique, went up to grab it. They're showing it at 16, 12, so maybe that was just a two for Stevenson on that last shot. I couldn't see his feet from where I'm sitting. Eric driving it to the top, shot fake, picked it up, bounces to Sherfield. So a two-pointer by Stevenson. It is 16-12, Wichita State. Etienne, left wing, Sherfield. Down in the left block to Echenique. Spins in the lane. Jump hook. Partially blocked. Repounded by Dexter Dennis. Tried to make an outlet pass. Stolen by Hill. Hill pushing it down the lane. Challenges to Sherfield. Blocked by Dexter Dennis. Out of bounds. Yeah, he almost blocked that with his kneecap. He was way up there to block that shot. And he made up for the bad pass that he and he threw at the other end. But it's going to be a Tulsa ball out underneath their own basket. Dex, who's played all the way so far, gets his first rest. Jamarius Burton back in the game. Shocker's trying to figure out who's playing where. They've essentially got four guards or wings in there, so Burton may be the four-man right now. He's guarding Rochelle. In the right corner, Joiner Step back three. Short, way short. Rebound Echenique. Scooped it off the floor, hands it off to Sherfield. Shocker's with the ball and a four-point lead. Left wing, Etienne. Back out front to Sherfield. Penetrates a little, drives left. Double team just got mugged in there. Ball taken away at the other end. Jackson driving. Shot partially blocked, but stuck home by Rochelle. Yeah, follow dunk by Rochelle. They did a nice job of change, altering that driving shot, but Rochelle came in and cleaned it up with a flush. Burton driving the baseline, couldn't get in. 16-14, Shockers. That last time down. Right wing Etienne for three. Way off the mark, and the rebound to Tulsa. That last time down, Sherfield just got mugged going into the lane with it. Yeah, Joyner just, just wrapped him up and took the ball from him, but fouled him. Hill taking it in the lane, deals it on the baseline. Back way out front to Hill. Hill starts right, gets a little screen. Now throws it back out front. Shot fake by Joyner. He penetrates, spinning in the lane, pull up, short. Rebound to Etienne, and the Shockers have it back, still leading by two. 8.14 to go, first half, Sherfield on the right wing to Etienne, and he throws it away, threw it right in the hands, but steals it back, gets it to Burton, but he was out of bounds. Etienne threw it right in the hands of Rochelle, looked like he stole it back, but Tyson was standing on the sideline as he touched the ball, and so it stays with Tulsa. Yeah, Tyson didn't notice it, but Rochelle was really jumping into that passing lane, anticipating the guard-to-wing pass, and Tyson didn't see the defender jumping in there, and Rochelle just picked it off. Just basically looked like Tyson passed it to him. Tulsa possession, right at eight minutes to go now in the first half. Hill, out front to Igbanu, who wasn't looking for it, managed to catch it, left wing to Jackson. Jackson penetrating a little, double teamed by a couple of shockers, back up on the wing to Igbanu. Igbanu takes it in the lane, traveled. Tried to come to a stop and just shuffled his feet a little bit, and that will get us to another media timeout. 7.47 to go in the first half here in Tulsa. It's Wichita State 16, Tulsa 14. Jen, look at this selfie. So cute, am I right? Uh, <gasps> look at this one. And this one. Britt, when did you go to wine country and Vegas and take a bath in money? Jen, please, when I scan my winning and non-winning tickets with the Kansas Lottery Plan app, I can win cool prizes, trips, and cash. My phone just does the rest. That is aptastic. Jen, OMG, you're like a word Jones. Wordsmith. Whatevs. Play on, win more. See kslottery.com for details. 
Hey, it's Steve for Our Lady of Perpetual Help Catholic Church with our annual meatless Mexican dinners on Fridays during Lent through April 3rd. Enjoy cheese and onion enchiladas, potato tacos, tostadas, chili rellenos, and more. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dine in or carry out. Proceeds support scholarships to send students to Catholic schools. It's an alternative to fish on Fridays during Lent at Our Lady of Perpetual Help Catholic Church 2351 North Market. And we're glad Intercom cares. Hey Shocker fans, this is Chris Lubers with Lubers Cars and Cheney. As the largest Chevy and Ford dealer in Kansas, we're proud to support Wichita State Athletics. Members of the Shocker Wheels Club for over 30 years, many family members and employees are also Wichita State University graduates, and even more still are fans of WSU Athletics. So take the short drive to Lubers and Cheney and let our family go to work for you. Lubers, proud supporters of Wichita State Athletics and home of the friendly way to buy. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 7.47 remaining in the first half here in Tulsa. It's been a defensive struggle. Wichita State leading 16-14. Very physical game so far. Wichita State shooting 7 of 20, 35%, 2 of 8 from 3. Tulsa 5 of 15, 33%. They are 2 of 4 from 3, and they have made the only two free throws that either team has had so far in the game. Tulsa has surged ahead in rebounding since the last time out. They have 12 to the Shockers, 11. Wichita State, three turnovers. Tulsa with six. Jamie Echenique with seven, leads all scores. Grant Sherfield has five. For Tulsa, Jariah Horn with five. They have five different players who have scored. The Shockers have four who have gotten on the scoreboard. Shockers came out shooting the ball pretty well. Uh, Echenique hit a shot. Wade hit a shot. Uh, they started off four out of nine, but since then, the Shockers are three out of 11. Wichita State with the ball following a Tulsa turnover, traveling violation on Igbandu. And Jamarius Burton brings it up. 3-2 zone look for Tulsa as the Shockers bring it in the front court. It goes right wing to Etienne, right back to Burton, out front to Stevenson. Back to Burton, right of the key. Dribbles to the wing area, back out front Stevenson, left wing Etienne. Brings it to the middle. Swings it over on the right side to Stevenson. Eric works back up top. Takes down in the keyhole, hands it off to Burton, cutting left to right. Down to five to shoot. Jamarius trying to make a play in the lane, got batted away. Going to have to force, and I don't think he got it off. He made the shot, but he didn't get it off in time. Greg Marshall upset with someone other than the guards, and it's Udeze who wasn't where he was supposed to be to help facilitate the offense. Yeah, he's supposed to come up and set a pick, I believe. Uh, but uh, Burton was getting the ball slapped at by Rochelle. He hit the shot, but just a fraction of a second late. Etienne out. Dexter Dennis is back in for the Shockers. Carita right wing out front to Rochelle. It'll hand off to Hill out front. Whistle away from the ball. I think it's going to be an illegal screen on Brandon Rochelle. That will be his first foul. Only the second team foul of the entire first half on Tulsa, and both have been on illegal screens. You know, Tulsa tries to disguise their defense. It's the last time down. They were in a, a 3-2 zone, a 1-2-2 zone. They were just standing there with their arms out like they're in a zone. But as soon as the Shockers started moving, they jumped into man-to-man. -man. So they switched their defenses and disguised them very well. On the right wing, Trey Wade out to Stevenson. Across the front left side to Burton. Jamarius. 
Working on the dribble, cuts to the middle, over to Stevenson right side, above the arc, brings it back to the middle, down into the keyhole, pulls up, 15-footer, a little short, Echenique fights, gets it, and sticks it back in. Boy, Jamie Echenique's really playing well. He's been all over the board, scoring inside, playing good defense, too. Nine points, five rebounds for Echenique, still six and a half minutes to go in the first half. Shockers up four, Rochelle driving, spinning, into traffic in the lane and had it almost tied up. Now Jackson drives baseline, reverse layup. Great move by Darian Jackson. He went up on the left side of the basket, flew clear under it, and reversed on the other side. Yeah, as he went under the basket, had to go by two defenders, too. Burton jumper from out front, bounces off. Carita chases it down. Tulsa with the ball, down two. Isaiah Hill in the front court. Starts left, cuts back right. Right wing, Carita looking to the block, bounces in there for Igbanu. Igbanu. Guarded by Echenique, they're going to call Jamie for the foul. And I don't have a problem with the foul. There was some contact there other than they just haven't been calling anything. It's just been Katie bar the door at both ends. That was relatively innocuous for what's been getting by so far in this game. Yeah, the offensive guys are really backing the defensive guys down, so it's kind of hard to hold your ground without pushing a little bit inside defensively. First foul on Echenique, fourth team foul on the Shockers. Both teams substituting a lot, Mike. Guys in and out of the lineups. Joyner bounces in to Rochelle, right side of the lane. Follow away jumper, bounces off, and the rebound taken by Igbano. Puts it up, misses, and the rebound to Echenique. Boy, Igbano just wanted that ball a little bit more than the Shockers. Luckily, he missed the putback. Out front, Echenique for three. That's way too hard. Long rebound out to Rochelle. I don't think that's the shot Greg Marshall wanted immediately in the offense. Jackson penetrating. Picked up his dribble out front, Rochelle. Bounce pass, left side of the lane. Igbanu runs over Echenique. They're going to call the foul. Jamie did a good job of getting himself planted, and that's going to be two fouls on Martins Igbanu. Igbanu is 6'8", 240 pounds. He's a Lagos, from Lagos, Nigeria. I'm telling you, this guy is really strong, and when he runs into you, you go flying, and that time he put his shoulder down into Echenique, and Echenique went flying. Let me correct what I just said. It is his first foul. Each team with three team fouls now. Asbjorn Mitgard is in for the Shockers, and Echenique goes out. Dexter Dennis at the top to Burton, left wing Sherfield. Grant back to the middle. Shockers up by two, 5.16 to go first half. Sherfield right wing to Burton. Threw a hard pass on the high post, and Mitgard went right through his hands, and Tulsa with the possession. Well, he thought Mitgard was coming to the high post for a pass, and Mitgard was coming out to screen for him, and he wasn't ready for the pass, but... Asborn's got to get his hands up. Left side of the floor, Joyner driving it hard, spins back. Now at the top, pulls it way back out. Keeps his dribble going, now picked it up. High post to Horn, forced off the left side of the key. Going to take it in the lane, almost stolen. Is tied up by Trey Wade, and they're going to call the jump ball. Possession arrow to Wichita State. Yeah, good hands by Trey Wade that time, helping out, getting both hands on the ball. Uh, Trey's done a nice job off the ball defensively. In fact, the whole Shocker ball club has done a nice job of helping each other. I didn't see, I think it was Dexter Dennis who got the first kind of clamp down on the ball as he first started to take it in the lane. That slowed him down, and then Wade slipped in there and tied it up. Shocker possession, still up two, 18-16. Under five minutes to go in the first half. Sherfield right side to Burton, hands it back to Grant Sherfield, out front to Dexter Dennis. Dexter, a couple of dribbles toward the left side. Was looking in the lane, couldn't get it in there. Out front to Sherfield. Dribbles right, has a screen from Midgard. Three by Grant, off the back, long rebound. 
snatched by Horn for Tulsa. Well, a lot of teams are going underneath that high screen with Grant Sherfield has the ball, and he can get that shot whenever he wants, so he's got to start knocking that thing down and make him pay. Horn at the top, left wing to Rochelle. Comes back to the middle on the dribble, still on the dribble, works it into the lane. Sherfield comes in, ties it up, knocked it away. Rochelle gets it back. Now throws it out front to Joyner. Good help from Sherfield, but he couldn't quite pick it. Now Joyner driving down low. Throws it back out. Rochelle for three. Off the back. High rebound. Grabbed by the Shockers. It's loose. And what a god. A foul, I think, on Tulsa. Maybe on Wichita State. It was a rugby scrum. Foul's going to be on Jamarius Burton of Wichita State. That's going to be his second. So Tulsa will have it back. When we come out of the under four timeout, 3.53 to go in the first half. It's Wichita State 18, Tulsa 16. Wichita's new home for Shocker game days is Chicken and Pickle at 13th and Greenwich just off of K96. Chicken and Pickle is a brand new entertainment complex for the whole family. With 10 pickleball courts, yard games, an outdoor ice rink, and the best watch parties in the city, Chicken and Pickle offers a unique combination of fun and friendly competition, as well as a chef-driven restaurant with delicious menu items for all kinds of taste buds. Chicken and Pickle is your new Wichita State game day headquarters, now at 13th and Greenwich just off of K96. The 2020 Outdoor Living and Landscape Show is coming March 6th through 8th at Century 2 Convention Center. And now is your time to get signed up. If your business is lawn and tree care, landscaping, exterior lighting, fencing, garden art, pools, hot tubs, or anything outdoor living, this show is for you. For sponsorship information or to reserve your booth space, call 685-2121. That's 685-2121. Or simply visit OutdoorLivingAndLandscapeShow.com. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see John Green, Mike Rogers, or John Rouse. In Hutchinson, see Travis Rodenbaugh. And in Newton, see Ken Hall. Combining home and auto with State Farm gets you a whole lot covered for less. But this State Farm radio ad gets you this jam covered for free. Cover it all, nothing at all. I want my premiums to fall by combining policies for home. And auto cover it all. For more coverage, visit statefarm.com. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. One thing that has kept Tulsa right on Wichita State's heels of late, they're starting to take over the boards. They're beating the Shockers to the loose ball type rebounds. They're now out rebounding Wichita State 17-13. Tulsa down by two. Wichita State has only scored four points in the last eight minutes. They're now shooting 32% on eight of 25, two of 11 from three. Fortunately, they're holding Tulsa to 31.6 on six of 19. Yeah, Mike, Shockers started off 4 of 9, but since then they're 4 of 16. Tulsa inbounding near the left corner, Jariah Horn. That comes after a foul on Jamarius Burton, scrambling for a loose ball, his second. He's gone out of the game. Jackson penetrating, little Joyner, a long three out front. Good. Elijah Joyner shoots 28% from three. 
knocks that one down, and Tulsa has its first lead of the game at 19-18. Yeah, looked like a very confident shooter on that one. That was way behind the three-point arc. Lob in the lane for Echenique. Goes up strong, and it rolls in. Jump hook by Echenique. He's got 11 in the first half. The Shockers back in front, 20-19. Yeah, over... Uh, Ogbu that time softly off the glass for Echenique. Jackson out front off an Ogbu screen down the lane all the way to the basket. Blocked by Echenique and recovered by Sherfield. Jamie Echenique lurking back there. Blocked the shot. Ball in the right corner to Etienne in the front court. Back out front to Sherfield. Sherfield on the bigger horn out front. Penetrating bounces in there for Echenique. Got hit by Ugbo. Knocked it loose. Back the other way. It is Rochelle down into the lane. Spins. Kicks it over to Horn. Horn puts it on the floor, dishes cross court. Joiner for another three. Good. A, a 28% three point shooter knocking two in a row down. Tulsa with a two point lead, 22 to 20. Yeah, Mike, in, in, in American Athletic Conference play, he's only two out of 14 in seven ball games. So, but he looked, he is hot this afternoon. Sherfield on the right left, Fred Etienne for three, and the lead. Good. Tyson Etienne with his first basket of the game answers the three by Joyner, and it's 23-22 Shockers. Yeah, and that's probably the toughest three he's taken so far, but he knocked that one down. Left wing Joyner, maybe that'll get him going. He's a big weapon when he's on. In the lane, Joyner, spinning turnaround. Missed it off the back. Long rebound chased down by Ugbo. Clears it out to Rochelle. Rochelle driving into the lane. Put it up, blocked by Echenique again. Batted around, recovered by Etienne. Boy, great anticipation by Jamie Echenique on that block. Sherfield right wing. Bring it back out front. A minute 45 to go in the first half. The Shockers up by one with the ball. Left wing, Etienne looking to the post. Trying to get it in there to Echenique. Out high to Wade. Cross court to Sherfield. Near the right corner to Dexter Dennis. Out to Etienne. Shot fake. Penetrate. Tried to pull up and a foul on Tulsa. I think it's going to be on Rochelle. It is. So that'll be his second and also puts a very good free throw shooter at the line for Wichita State's first free throw attempts of the first half. Now Rochelle really hasn't been effective offensively here in the first half. He's one of their big guns on the offensive end. That's his second foul. He might be going out, but tonight he hasn't been knocking it down. The Shockers are doing a really good job of defending him as he slashes to the basket. Tyson Etienne. Coming off a three of four free throw shooting performance against Central Florida. Knocks that one home. He's got four for the Shockers. Their last four now. And they're up by two. Etienne on the season shooting 76%. One more try coming. Again, that's the Shockers' first free throw opportunity of the entire first half. And Tulsa has shot two free throws. And Etienne makes them both to make it a three-point lead. He'll come out now. Eric Stevenson in. Shockers up 25-22. Yeah, Mike, you talked about it earlier, a real slow whistle for the referees today, so not a lot of fouls called and very few free throws shot. Isaiah Hill double-teamed, almost lost it on the dribble, recovers, drives it up court, carried it a little bit, gets to the right wing, out front to Joyner. Joyner driving it down the lane to the basket, whistle on the way in. He missed the shot. Echenique was contesting it again, but the foul's going to be on the drive to the basket. It's going to be on Dexter Dennis, his first that's only the sixth team foul, so this will not be... Well, they are going to put him at the line for two. Joyner only averages seven points a ball game, but, man, he's looking like the number one option right now, knocking down a couple of threes and driving to the basket a lot. Free throw spins out. Elijah Joyner 
a just under 70% shooter last year and this year. 68-7 last year, 69.6% this year. One more coming here. Minute 20 to go in the first half. Makes the second one. Joiner with seven, leads Tulsa in scoring. He'll go out now. Darian Jackson is back in. For the Shockers, it's Echenique, Wade, Stevenson, Dennis, and Sherfield. I don't know about you. I'm glad to see Joyner go out because he's been <laughs> killing the Shockers. Minute 16 to go in the first half. Shockers with the ball up two. Dexter Dennis, near the left corner to Wade, back on the wing to Dennis, left side. High post Stevenson out to Sherfield. Thought about it and gets called for traveling. Frank Haith helped Bill Jacobson with the call there, but Sherfield did start to stop and then took another step. Shocker turnover gives it back to Tulsa. Boy, I like that offense against that 1-2-2 half-court trap. They went down to the corner, hit the high post, and then got it to the opposite side. Sherfield had a wide-open shot. Hill looking to penetrate from the top, down the lane, all the way under, and he stepped out of bounds. Just over-penetration by Isaiah Hill, trying to do a little too much, turns it over by stepping on the end line, does the Shockers a favor. Yeah, he started seven of the first nine games, and... They were struggling. They brought, put him on the bench and started uh, some other guys, Joyner for one, and they played a lot better. So he's been coming off the bench. Sherfield into the front court. Started left, goes over to the right wing. Out front, Stevenson. Fires it down the block to Echenique. Wheeling in there on the dribble. They're flashing at him, gets the shot up and got it. He just muscled it up, got it off the glass. Jamie with 13 in the first half, and the Shockers lead by four. Yeah, he couldn't move Igbanu, but he just shot over him. Three by Horn, spins out, rebound Dennis, and now the Shockers can play for the last shot of the half. Yeah, kind of a rush shot that time, I thought, by Jariah Horn. Shocks up four with the ball. Game clock at 17 seconds. Greg Marshall crawling it out from the bench. Sherfield, left side of the floor, out near the timeline. Down to eight. Grant off a screen by Echenique, penetrating. Defender slip, shot up, missed off the back iron. Followed by Dexter. Dennis was goaltended by Tulsa, but there may have been a foul I think on the attempt. I, I think should, a foul, and it might be a goaltend too. Well, it should be. He definitely hit the ball on its way down, batted it off the glass. They may be saying the foul occurred before the ball actually was shot. It's going to be two shots for Dexter Dennis. 1.9 seconds to go in the first half. Well, it's a shooting foul. Free throw bounces in. That is Dexter's first point of the ball game. First time in a while that he's been to the free throw line. He had not shot any in the last three games. It was five of five the last two games he got a chance to shoot any and leads the Shockers at 85.2%. Second free throw. On the way, and bounces in. Neither were dead clean, but he got them both, and the Shockers lead by six. Watch out for the three-quarter court shot, Mike. Remember <laughs> Central Florida? Yeah. They made this shot. Ball into Jackson from beyond half court, missed it, fell down, trying to get a foul call. No call, and the Shockers go to the locker room with, I believe, their biggest lead, or close to their biggest lead of the half. At halftime, it's Wichita State. 29, Tulsa 23. Before we break away, I want to remind you that Shocker Sports Grill and Lanes inside WSU's Radigan Student Center is your Shocker basketball headquarters. Come early to get the best parking for home games, then enjoy freshly made burgers, sandwiches, salads, cold beer, and more. 
They're open to the public and the perfect spot for group outings of any kind. The Shockers, Sports Grill and Lanes, inside the Radigan Student Center. They'll see you for the next game. That would be Cincinnati on Thursday. Again, the halftime score, Shockers 29, Tulsa 23. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, Shocker Nation, now's the time to recharge with the Hyatt Regency Wichita. Come and enjoy the breakfast buffet or brunch with us every Sunday. Our culinary chefs at the Hyatt Regency prepare delicious and savory meals with you in mind. So slow down and take a break with the Hyatt Regency Wichita and enjoy with the ones you love. Hyatt Regency Wichita. Call for reservations or visit wichita.hyatt.com for more information. February is Friends and Family Appreciation Month at Lighten's Appliance. Receive up to $500 in rebates when you purchase select KitchenAid, Maytag, and Whirlpool appliances. Plus, get free installation on select KitchenAid dishwashers after rebate. Save big on specifically marked floor samples throughout the store. Don't forget, Lighten's has same-day or next-day delivery on most items. Stop by Lighten's Appliance today. Conveniently located at 123 South Hillside, where you always get the right product at the right price. Twin Peaks is your ultimate sports lodge. Where will you be on the biggest football Sunday? Get to Twin Peaks for the best seats made from scratch food and ice-cold 29-degree beer. It's a football fan's paradise. Who you got? San Francisco or Kansas City? No one wants to sit in the nosebleeds, especially on the biggest Sunday of the season. So you call the victor, then join us for the biggest game of the year here at Twin Peaks. East at 21st and Rock, west at Ridge and Taft. Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Vivian Adams, Sean Chapman, Carrie Mock, or Chris Post. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. At Shelter Insurance, we know landlords have to keep up with their renters, even if they're related. Mom, Dad, we just dropped by to pick up your rent check. I'm running a little short this month. Not everything works as smoothly as Shelter's renter's policy. It helps cover stuff in case of fire, theft, and more. What if I just moved back into my old room? Oh, you mean Dad's new man cave. Oh, man. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. For renter's insurance, see Taylor Zika in Mulvane, Kenneth Gooch in Belle Plaine, or Ricky Casey in Wichita. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Tulsa. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole with you. Dave Wilson in the studio. And Wichita State leads Tulsa at halftime in a game in which Bob just described to me as we were talking off the air. It was hand-to-hand combat here in the first half. I'll tell you what, the referees, uh, they got a really slow whistle tonight. I'm not complaining because uh, the Shockers lead, but uh, uh, there's not a lot of fouls being called and hardly any free throws. Uh, Shockers shot four free throws and Tulsa shot four free throws. Uh, so I'll tell you what, uh, you got to protect the ball and you got to go up strong because the referees aren't calling a lot. You know, this looked like it would be an important matchup anyway, but certainly a big plus for the Shockers. Martin Zigbanu, the reigning American Conference Player of the Week, coming off a 28-point game at UConn. Just one for three from the field, and the two he missed were right in there close, virtually point blank. At the other end, Jamie Echenique is six for nine, including five of seven from two-point range, and he has been a real difference maker inside. It's been the Jamie Echenique show. Let me tell you, he's been scoring, been rebounding. He's been blocking shots. He just seems like to be everywhere, really affecting the game on both ends of the court. Echenique is. And I think the Shocker team defense 
has really been strong, Mike. They're holding Tulsa to 32% from the floor. If it wasn't for their three-point shooting, they wouldn't even be in that game. They're four for eight from the three-point line, way above what they normally shoot from three. Uh, but the Shocker defense, they've really been helping each other. And Tulsa likes to drive and go at the basket. They do a lot of spin moves. And the Shockers have been swarming all over those guys, really doing a good job of either stealing the basketball, turning them over, or forcing them to take tough shots. One other possible positive, or at least maybe an encouraging side toward the end of the half, was Tyson Etienne, after missing a couple of threes, made one, and then the next time down got fouled, made a couple of free throws. Uh, he just needs to relax. We were talking also off the air that when you watch him shoot, it's like a machine. He has one of the best shooting strokes you're ever going to see. Sometimes I think he just gets a little hyped up and tends to shoot it long. They made a, good sh a big shot late in the half, made the two free throws, and the Shockers are 3 for 13 from 3. If he, they can get him going a little bit, Mr. Outside with Mr. Inside at Chenique, it certainly enhances their opportunities. Yeah, they've got a couple of three-pointers uh, from the outside. Uh, actually, Etchenike hit one of them. Tyson Etienne hit one, and Sherfield hit one. Uh, and at the end, he had two where he was really had his feet set, one in transition, one in the half-court offense, but he just shot it way long on both of those. Both those shots looked good, but they were long. And uh, the one he hit, Mike, was the toughest one. He was spinning, coming off of a screen and spinning and really wasn't squared up the basket and made the three. So, yeah, they got to knock down some threes against this Tulsa defense because they kind of jam up the middle. And if you move the ball around or skip it from one side to the other, you can get some open threes. They've had a lot of good looks from the corners. Shockers also got off to a, a pretty good start. It wasn't a big advantage, but got off to the lead on the boards, and then Tulsa, by the end of the half, was out-rebounding them a little bit. It's a margin of one for Tulsa at halftime, but I'm sure Greg Marshall will address that. They're just going to have to win, especially those 50-50 balls and loose ball-type rebounds for a little stretch there. Tulsa seemed to be getting all of those. Yeah, uh, well, first of all, the Shockers were shooting a pretty decent percentage at the start. They were four out of nine, and then they went four of their next 16. So they dropped down to 25%. So there were a lot of rebounds for Tulsa to get down there on that defensive end because the Shockers were missing a lot of shots. But, yeah, down here, I thought Shockers did a really nice job on their defensive boards for most of the half. And then late, I thought uh, Tulsa got a little more aggressive and got, got some offensive rebounds. They ended up, uh, both teams ended up with six offensive rebounds for the half. Shockers did make three of their last four shots in the first half. Hopefully that's an encouraging sign that maybe some guys are starting to get comfortable and maybe they're starting to figure out where to find some open shots against that defense. Yeah, uh, you go inside, you kick it back outside, you go to the high post and you look opposite and they're getting really good shots. And, and if they move the basketball, they're having a hard time getting out to the corners. Their big guys like to stay in around the basket. So Horn, Igbanu, if they have to go out and cover a corner in that zone defense, they're a little bit late. So Stevenson had some good looks from the corner. Uh, Jamarius Burton had some good looks from the corner. And uh, Trey Wade, too. Shocker Nation, success is built on trust. The same goes for your health insurance, and that's why thousands of Kansas families put their trust in Medica Health Plans. When you carry a Medica member card, you can be assured they've got you covered. Medica Health Plans. The Shockers lead at 29-23 at halftime here in Tulsa, and we'll check the numbers when we come back. 
It's Chevy Truck Month, and it's the right time to get behind the wheel of the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. After all, what truck has the most functional bed in its class and up to 20% more cargo volume than the competition? The all-new Chevy Silverado. And what truck offers the choice of powertrains to help you find the power and efficiency you need? The all-new Chevy Silverado. Head into your local Chevy dealer and see for yourself that the only truck that compares to a Chevy Silverado is another Chevy Silverado. See your hometown Chevy dealer today. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road in Wichita is your new home for Shocker Coaches shows. Be sure to check out our all-new burger menu because Mondays are burger days at AJ's. And don't forget, Thursdays are buy one, get one free pizza day. Dine in only and excludes the Superdome. Join us for happy hour every day from 2 to 6 p.m. and 9 to 11 p.m. While you're here, ride the go-karts, take a turn in the laser maze, enjoy the game room, or bowl a couple games. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, home of the Superdome 29-inch pizza. Two locations in Wichita and one in Hutchinson. Proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. The 2020 Outdoor Living and Landscape Show is coming March 6th through 8th at Century 2 Convention Center. And now is your time to get signed up. If your business is lawn and tree care, landscaping, exterior lighting, fencing, garden art, pools, hot tubs, or anything outdoor living, this show is for you. For sponsorship information or to reserve your booth space, call 685-2121. That's 685-2121. Or simply visit OutdoorLivingAndLandscapeShow.com. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Mulvane, see Kirk Farber. Reese Nichols is proud to be a sponsor of Shocker Athletics. Our realtors, like the Shockers, are the very best. So if a move is in your future, please call on us. Go Shocks! WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to Tulsa. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hull with you. We are at halftime. Wichita State leading 29-23. Then we go inside the numbers with a look at the halftime stats. Brought to you by BKD, CPAs, and advisors. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? Wichita State rallied late in the half to make three of its last four shots at 11 of 29 they're shooting 38 percent for the half three of 13 23 percent from three they didn't call many fouls not many free throws so you got to take advantage when you get them and the shockers made four of four tulsa made three of their four free throws they shot 32 percent on eight of 25 but made four of eight from three tulsa plus one on the boards both teams had six offensive rebounds wichita state with seven turnovers Tulsa with 10, leading the way for the Shockers and both teams. Jamie Echenique, 13 points, 6 rebounds, made 6 of 9 shots, 5 points apiece for Tyson Etienne and Grant Sherfield, and 2 points apiece for Trey Wade, Dexter Dennis, and Eric Stevenson. For Tulsa, Elijah Joyner leads the way with 7 points, 3 rebounds, and 4 assists. 5 points for Jariah Horn, Lawson Corrito with 3, and two each for Brandon Rochelle, Martin Zigbanu, Darian Jackson, and Isaiah Hill. Shockers 29-23 at halftime, and Shocker Sports Properties and Wichita State Athletics would like to thank the Shocker Ambassadors, Wichita State's elite level of corporate partners, House of Schwann, Delta Dental, Coke Industries, the Kansas Star Casino, and Cox Communications. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of Wichita State Athletics, call Shocker Sports Properties at 316-978-7552. Back with more from Tulsa in just a moment. Are you like Megan? 
Megan likes health plans that help save her on care. That's why she picks a plan from United Healthcare, which lets her connect with a doctor online anytime without a copay. And it offers a wellness program that helps her earn over $1,000 a year. With United Healthcare, there's something for everyone to like. Visit uhc.com to learn more. United Healthcare. Insurance coverage provided by or through United Healthcare Insurance Company or its affiliates. Health plan coverage provided by or through a United Healthcare Company. And so, if we solve for X, we get one IHOP breakfast combo with all-you-can-eat pancakes. The pancake limit does not exist. The pancake limit does not exist! <laughs> you heard the genius. Come and die hop today for free all-you-can-eat pancakes when you buy any breakfast combo. Or you can come in Monday through Friday for the 2 by 2 by 2 combo with all-you-can-eat pancakes for just $4.99. It's math you can eat. Dine-in only. Price and participation varies. Just like the Shockers, Reese Nichols is a highly trained team. We collaborate daily on how to help our clients win. Whether it's residential, commercial, farm and ranch, or auction, we're in it to win it. For you. Go Shocks. Doug and Carol's daughter just got married, and though Baxter & Associates didn't help plan the wedding, they did make planning the wedding easier. Over at that table are Steve and Karen. Steve gave his daughter and her fiancé $1,000 to elope. Karen isn't happy. Life often takes money and planning, so Baxter & Associates' website is money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates. Time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through SagePoint Financial, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC listed entities are not affiliated. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Sandra Means, Alex Acosta, or Sam Odeny. In Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. And in Valley Center, see Tim Dink. Shocker Basketball is brought to you by Capital Federal, American Family Insurance, Tallgrass Country Club, Cummings and Cummings Law, the Kansas Health Foundation, State Farm, BKD, the Hyatt Regency, Luber's Cars, Medica, Coke Industries, and AJ's Sports Grill. Welcome back to Tulsa as we get ready to start the second half. Quick scoreboard update brought to you by State Farm. Protect your car and home with State Farm. Here to help life go right. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. In the American today, Memphis held off UConn in Memphis, 70-63. That moves the Tigers to 5-3 in the conference. USF started scoring a little bit today. Beat UCF, 64-48 in Tampa. And at halftime in Cincinnati, big matchup between 7-1 Houston, 6-2 Cincinnati. The Cougars lead the Bearcats by 10 at the half, 40-30. Also at halftime in Philadelphia, ECU 32, Temple 30. West Virginia beat Kansas State today, 66-57. Kansas held off Texas Tech, 78-75. Gonzaga flirted with a loss, but finally pulled it out at San Francisco. 83-79, and the Wichita State women on a three-pointer by D.J. McCarty with 11 seconds left beat ECU 57-55. The Shockers now 12-10, 4-5 in the American. Well, I think their radio guy told us that every win of they've held their opponent under 40% shooting, right? So the Shockers are, what, 37.9, so almost 38%. If they can shoot a little bit better uh, in the second half and get up around 45%, uh, or above uh, as a team shooting percentage, that would really help them on their way to win the, winning this ball game. And I think they've got to do, uh, they did a nice job offensively, but they've got to keep getting the ball to the high, co- high post, keep moving and cutting, and, and don't get those late shot clock shots. 
Tosa will have the first possession of the second half. Elijah Joyner brings it into the front court, works quickly to the right wing, hands off to Rochelle, out front to Carita, left wing horns. He's heard four of the five names. The other is Ubanu, Igbanu. Spinning baseline, Rochelle trapped into the basket, tried a backhanded pass in the lane, deflected, picked up by Grant Sherfield. Sherfield, left wing to Dexter Dennis, puts it on the floor into the lane, Echenique, eight-footer, bounces off, and the rebound controlled by Igbanu. Oh, a really nice driving dish by Dexter Dennis to Echenique, but he just kind of shorted it just a little bit off the front of the rim. Joyner trying to penetrate, flips it back to Rochelle. He drives it, then in the lane, Igbanu runs into Echenique. They're going to call the charge again. That's twice now that Igbanu has been called for a charge running into Echenique. I thought that time Jamie probably added a little bit of uh, activity, acting activity into it, but it's a big foul to pick up. Well, Igbanu definitely lowered his shoulder. Frank Haith is incensed over in front of the Tulsa bench, but he lowered his shoulder, and Jamie did a nice job in anticipating that move by Igbanu. Etienne on the right wing brings it out front to Echenique, hands it left wing to Dexter Dennis. Looks left, couldn't get it over there on the right side to Etienne above the arc. Cross the front to Sherfield, down to 10 to shoot. Etienne, right corner to Dennis, three by Dexter, bounces off the back. Echenique with another rebound. Now backing his way into the lane, couldn't get the shot away. Etienne will for three, off the back, no good. And it's batted out of bounds by Tulsa's. Echenique fought to keep it alive. Well, a 3-2 zone is susceptible in the corners and the Shockers are having a hard time hitting that corner three. Dexter Dennis, I think, is 0 for 5 now from three, and uh, he's going to be wide open out there, 0 for 4 from three. Sherfield into Dennis, left corner. Sherfield penetrating a little, pulls it back out to the wing. Shot clock at 15 as they reset it to 20. Etienne penetrates at the top, drives back the other way, down the lane, cut off, out to Wade, three by Trey, off the back iron, badly off the mark, and the rebound to Tulsa. Well, Shockers have gotten three wide open looks from three, but missed all three of them. On the left side, Rochelle takes it in the lane, fall away jumper, bounces off the back, rebound tipped out, but Etienne jumps up and steals it away from Joyner, gets it up court to Sherfield. Yeah, Etienne showing, showing off some of that 40-inch vertical jump that time, going up for that one. Sherfield left wing to Etienne as a screen out front. Sherfield penetrates to the right corner. Dennis shot fake. Pulls it back out to the wing. 13 to shoot. Sherfield dribbles toward the left side. Gets a screen from Wade. Down to the lane. Floater off the back. Rebound. Wade. Fake goes up and it goes in and out. Gets the rebound again. Clears it out this time. Sherfield shot fake over to Dennis. Three by Dexter. No good. And the rebound to Tulsa. Boy, he's been shooting the three so well lately. Eight of 17 in his last two games, but can't find the mark tonight. Tremendous offensive rebounding by the Shockers, but they can't get any of those second and third chance shots to go down. Horn at the top, high post, hands it off to Carita, driving down the right side of the lane, puts ah. it up on the drive, and is fouled by Dexter Dennis. Yeah, maybe a frustration in the foul that time by Dexter because he's frustrated he hasn't been able to hit a shot. Uh, I would make Carita make that driving shot going hard to his right, but they're going to send the the Carita 6'5 senior to the free throw line. 74% from the line, doesn't get there a lot. 27 attempts in 19 previous games. But 20 of 27. Knocked down a three-point shot in the first half. First of two is good. Lawson Carita with four. He is a senior from Little Rock, Arkansas, a four-year player in the program. He's a three-point shooter, Mike, but really struggling in AAC play, just 22%. Three of 20 uh, 
actually 15% three of 20 from three for Corita. Extended zone press for Tulsa. The Shockers break it. Dexter Dennis now in the front court over to Etienne and out front to Sherfield. Sherfield, right wing. Etienne wide open for three. In and out, and the rebound to Tulsa. Horn took it away. I'll tell you, from this right corner, they've had three or four really wide open looks so far here in the second half and just can't be able to knock them down. Three minutes gone in the half. The only points are two Tulsa free throws. Joyner penetrating, probably traveled, clears it off to Rochelle. He goes into the lane, slams into Echenique, and they're going to call the charge on Brandon Rochelle. Jamie Echenique now has drawn three charging fouls in the game. Rochelle with three, the first player to get that many for either team. Well, Echenique is really doing a lot out here. He's scoring, he's rebounding, he's blocking shots, and now he's drawing charges. So uh, Echenique's having a heck of a ball game. Shocker's just got to knock down some outside shots against the zone. Got to make a shot of some kind soon. Sherfield dribbles left, had a little screen, keeps his dribble going. Coming back to the middle, now left wing at the end. Another three by Tyson, way over everything, air ball. Man, it's just hard to believe he's missing as badly as he is sometimes. Joiner wide open for three. Good. And on the other side of the coin, Joiner, who was two out of 14 in conference play coming into this game, has hit three threes tonight. Three out of four, and he's pulled Tulsa within a point. 29-28, Wichita State. Tulsa has started the half on a 5-0 run. Shocker scoreless for almost four minutes. Sherfield out front with it. 12 to shoot. Has a screen from Dennis. Dribbles to the top. And step back three. Good. There Brett we go. Sherfield with a big three-point answer. That's his second tray. Has eight points. That gets the lead back to four. They're just daring Grant Sherfield to take that shot out front. Joiner flips it back out to Korea. Down on the right block, Igbanu banging his way in under. Partially blocked by Echenique, but they're going to call the foul. Igbanu pivoting and then going up with his left hand and Echenique picks up his second foul. So timeout on the floor. Ikbana will be shooting two free throws when we come back. 15-42 to go in the second half. It's Wichita State 32, Tulsa 28. I think you love that car more than you love me. How can you say that? You hand wash it. You hand wax it. You listen to the same music. Pure coincidence. Mm -hmm. I just hope your insurance company feels the same way about it as you do. I'm one happy camper. Shelter Insurance has great agents who are nuts about cars. We're competitively priced, and our claims people are fast, fair, and friendly. Ask your agent about Shelter's auto insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. See Shelter agents Chris Walter, Sherry Williams, or Pamela Marcenero in Wichita. When you're in need of window treatments, whether it's shades, shutters, or blinds, got you covered at Wichita's your one-stop shop. If you're looking for high-quality products from the top manufacturers in the industry at 30 to 50% off retail, then call Dan at 316-612-7000 for a free in-home consultation. Mention the Shockers and receive an additional 10% off any order. Call Dan at 316-612-7000 or go to gotchacoveredatwichita.com to take advantage of Gotcha Covered's free cordless promotion. Some restrictions apply. At Gotcha Covered, it's your needs, your style, our guidance. Gotcha Covered says, go Shocks! When you're ready to retire, do it with a dental plan that gives you the smile power to make your golden years sparkle. When you're 10 minutes late for the breakfast menu and the server isn't a morning person. When your highfalutin son-in-law has grilling suggestions that are all hot air. You need an affordable and high-quality dental insurance plan to protect your healthy smile so you can unleash your smile power. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental of Kansas. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 
Bob was just noticing as we come out of the timeout, Wichita State in the first four minutes and 18 seconds of the second half has had 10 shots to Tulsa's two. Tulsa's made one of those two. It was a three-pointer and two of two free throws. Wichita State finally got a three from Grant Sherfield, but they are one of 10 for the half, one of seven from three. They have managed to hold on to a four-point lead after leading by six at halftime. Yeah, amazing. They're still up by four. Uh, credit the defense uh, to keep them ahead because their shooting has just been horrible. And, Mike, it's not bad shots. They aren't putting up off-balance shots. They aren't putting up shots late in the shot clock. They're taking wide-open shots, most of them from the right corner or the right wing, and uh, they're wide open against that zone. Uh, they just got to keep taking them. They got to they got to knock them down. Dexter Dennis and Tyson Etienne, two very good shooters who had a lot of good looks, and they are a combined one for 11. Dex is 0 for 5. Tyson 1 for 6 so far from 3. Yeah, uh, Dexter was slumping, you know, uh, after he came back from his leave, but uh, lately. Last two games, 8 of 17 from three, so uh, mid-40s percent from the three-point stripe. So Dexter's been hot, but but not today. Maybe he'll get it going here in the second half. Martin Zigbanu at the line for Tulsa, shooting two, and the first one is up and good. That is his third point of the game. Tulsa now four for five, make it five for or six for seven from the line in the game. Igbanu, 67.6% on the year. They've done a good job on him so far today. Second free throw also good. So Igbanu knocks down a couple to get Tulsa within two. It's 32-30, Wichita State. Tulsa kind of a 1-2-2 zone press picking up at the half court. Sherfield into the front court. Jamarius Burton in the game now for Wichita State, as is Eric Stevenson. Dexter Dennis is the four-man at the moment. Stevenson, right wing to Sherfield. Brings it back to the middle. Looking inside. Penetrates. Gets in the lane. Over to Dennis. Shot fake. Drives it. Tried to go all the way to the basket. Fumbled it. It's recovered by Igbanu. Yeah, he had a lane to the basket. He was going to get there, but he just lost the handle when he got between two defenders. If he'd fumbled it a little harder, it would have worked out as a pass to Jamie Echenique. I now, think Joyner caught one in the nose, and they're just trying to check and make sure that he's not bleeding from the nose. But he got popped in the nose by somebody down there on that defensive stand. That he's okay, and his eyes were watering a little bit. Dribbles toward the left wing, comes back to the middle. Has a little room out there, gives it up left wing to Horn. Echenique fell down, and Igbano goes for the dunk. Echenique got up and blocked the shot. Oh, my goodness. Looked like Ibanu was going to slam that when Echenique came back and blocked Dennis it. Dennis for three from the left corner. That would have been a big exclamation point, but he uh, missed again, and Tulsa knocks the rebound out of bounds. Shocker fans would have gone crazy if Dex would have made that three after this block. They're showing it on the replay now above us. Echenique uh, got caught up in a screen, went down. Igbanu took a step, went for the dunk, and Echenique came up off the floor and blocked the dunk. Oh, he's having a heck of a ball game. Shocker basketball underneath. Burton lobs it into Echenique. Quick pass to Sherfield left side. Right at the top. Right wing to Burton. Jamarius. Tried to get it down on the block to Echenique. It was kicked by Darian Jackson. That will put the clock back up to 20 seconds. And the Shockers will inbound again from the baseline. 14-40 to go in the second half. Wichita State leading 32-30. Grant Sherfield inbounding. 
And way out front, almost picked off, but Stevenson got it. Now dribbles left off the screen, bounces in the left corner. Now Burton trying to penetrate, throws it cross court and threw it away. Deflected by Jackson, picked up by Tolson. Isaiah Hill slowly into the front court. Tulsa with a chance to tie or take the lead on a three. Hill, handoff to Carita, coming right to left across the top of the circle. Penetrates a little, down on the block, was almost stolen by Echenique. Left corner, Carita, and he stepped out of bounds. Caught the pass in the corner, jabbed his foot back to start to drive the ball back into the middle of the court and stepped out of bounds. So a break there for the Shockers as they get it back, still leading by two. Yeah, both offenses kind of sputtering now. Six minutes into the second half. Uh, both these teams play pretty stout defense. It's hard to get good looks. Sherfield into the front court to Stevenson, hands it right back to Sherfield across the front to Burton, just left of center above the arc. Looked inside, couldn't get it in there. Over to Sherfield. Grant trying to penetrate a little. They're going to call an offensive foul. It was a, a pretty little push-off that Carita kind of stumbled back, and they call Sherfield for the push. That's his first third-team foul of the half on Wichita State. Yeah, Etienne's going to come in. Wade's going to come in. Burton and oh, Sherfield's going to sit down with uh, Dexter Dennis. So it'll be Etienne, Wade, Burton, Etienne, and Stevenson for Wichita State. Isaiah Hill bringing it up for Tulsa. Being guarded by Etienne. Stumble a little, but recovers. Hands it off to Darian Jackson. Dribble weave out front. Hill has it now. Tries to drive it into the keyhole. Over to Carita. Three. Floating off the back. Rebound tipped by Etienne, but out of bounds off Jamie. It'll stay with Tulsa. Yeah, he was trying to block off uh, Igbanu and got turned sideways. So he could only go up with one arm because Igbanu had a hold of the other one. Tulsa will inbound from the corner. Bill Jake, or rather, uh, not Jacobs, but uh, Jacobson, but Garrick Shannon just, I think, kind of warned Igbanu about something. Carita to play it in and throws it out near the timeline to Igbanu. He'll hand it to Isaiah Hill. Tulsa possession, they trail by two. Hill, crossover. Ooh. Oh, he pushed off Etienne, which Sherfield just got called for, but they didn't see it this time. Hill. And then Hill kind of jerks his head up like Etienne had really pushed him, and they called the foul on Tyson. So well, Tyson, some acting going on on both sides. Yeah, yeah, he definitely got away with the push-off earlier. Uh, Tyson's probably got to bounce off, not play him so tight when he gets the basketball, because Hill, Hill's got a pretty quick first step with the ball. Etienne's second foul, team's third. It was not in the act of shooting, so Tulsa got a new 20. Lob inside, tipped by Etienne, recovered by Etienne. Another defensive play by Jamie Etienne. Stevenson into the front court. Three from out front. Good. Oh, in and out. Rebound. Etienne again. Kicks it over on the wing to Etienne. Back out front to Burton. Javarius trying to penetrate. Hands to Stevenson. Steps back. Doesn't have a shot. Over on the wing. Burton near the right corner. Drives it. Trying to go back the other way. Six to shoot. Over to Wade. And it's stolen by Darian Jackson. He'll go all the way down and miss the layup. Rebound out of bounds off Wichita State. But Wade and Etienne hustled back and kept the layup from going. Or he just missed the layup, but they kept Tulsa from getting an offensive rebound. Really good anticipation by Darian Jackson down here on the defensive end to get that steal, but he was expecting a foul uh, down there on the breakaway, and the Shockers didn't foul, and he missed the layup. 
Lawson Carita goes out. Elijah Joyner back in. Echenique probably needs a rest. Yeah, he's going to go out. Nudeze is in. I don't know what else Echenique has got to do out here. He's really been playing a whale of a ball game. He's going to get a little rest while Udeze gets in there to guard. Ball into Igbanu, guarded by Udeze, trying to muscle his way in. Stevenson helping out. Throws it out on the wing to Horn. Out front, Joyner. Joyner dribbles right. Picked up his dribble. Out front to Hill. Hill trying to penetrate, does drive it, and Etienne just got flattened. Jumper by Jackson is short, rebound Stevenson. But Tyson Etienne just got cold cocked, knocked flat on his back. He looked like a trap block in football. Stevenson driving and makes an impossible shot off the glass. I have no idea how that went in. I was getting ready to say the same exact thing, Mike. How did he get that ball in the basket? Took some contact, kind of stumbling down the lane, and fallen down, got it up off the glass. Now Igbanu muscling his way in. They're going to call a foul on Udeze. That's two on Mo, and they've both been trying to guard Igbanu, and they're just letting Igbanu run over him. Mo with his second foul, fourth team foul, no free throws, but Tulsa will have the ball when we come back. 11.58 to go in the second half. Wichita State 34, Tulsa 30. Workplace wellness programs encourage healthier, happier lifestyles. And that's good for business. That's why many Kansas companies help employees with education and assistance for active living, smart eating, and healthy habits. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas helps companies of all sizes with customized wellness programs. Blue Cross benefits consultants offer on-site and online education for healthier, happier, more productive employees. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas. Commitment. Compassion. Community. Cold weather is tough on equipment. Keep your Bobcat machines up and running no matter how bad winter gets with regular service from White Star Machinery. The factory trained technicians at White Star are committed to keeping your Bobcat equipment operating smoothly with genuine Bobcat parts. So keep going and keep earning money even in the coldest weather with regular service on your Bobcat machines from White Star. With genuine Bobcat parts and service, why use anything else? Visit WhiteStarMachinery.com, your authorized Bobcat dealership. White Star, White Star, get the job done. Hi, this is Don Hall. If you're stuck in a dead-end job with no opportunity for advancement, not making the income you deserve, well, maybe it's time to make a switch. We're looking for people with a winning attitude, self-motivated, and detail-oriented here at KEYN and Intercom Radio. And we've got the tools and technology to put you in an income bracket where you'd like to be as an account executive with Intercom. Call today for your interview with Cindy at 685-2121. That's 685-2121. Call today. Intercom is an equal opportunity employer. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see John Green, Mike Rogers, or John Rouse. In Hutchinson, see Travis Rodenbaugh. And in Newton, see Ken Hall. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. State now 2 of 13 from the field in the second half, 1 of 9 from 3, but Tulsa is just 1 of 6 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3. They have made all four of their free throws. Tulsa is 7 to 5 edge in the second half, but Wichita State was up 6 at halftime, still leads the game by 4 with 11.58 remaining. Jamie Etchenike for Wichita State, 13 points, eight rebounds, three block shots, and two steals in 22 minutes. He's made six of 10 shots. For Tulsa, Elijah Joyner with 10 points, three rebounds, four assists. He's been their leader. 
And Grant Sherfield with eight points for Wichita State. Tulsa ball in their offensive end after a Wichita State foul. Shockers six offensive rebounds here in the second half to Tulsa's two offensive rebounds in the second half. Ball comes into Rochelle out front to Joyner for Tulsa. Backdoor cut for Jackson, and he gets the layup. Yeah, Trey Wade just kind of got, got caught staring at the ball, and Darian Jackson back cut him. A nice out-of-bounds play that time coming out of the timeout by Tulsa. Jackson with four, cuts the Shocker lead to two. Down into Lane Burton, over to Etienne right wing. He drives it, hands it over to Stevenson. Three from out front, in and out. Rebound is fought for, it's still loose. Grabbed by Wade, he goes up inside and a foul on Tulsa. Wow, thank goodness, because I thought uh, Burton got fouled after he got that first rebound. I thought he got fouled when the ball got poked away from him. Another pretty good look for Stevenson. That spun out. So the Shockers, three-point shooters. Dennis 0 for 6, Etienne 1 for 6, Stevenson now 0 for 3. So that is 2 for 15, 1 for 15 from those three guys. Wade at the line, free throw is too hard, in and out. Trey has scored two points on a jumper that was the first shot of the game for either team. Well, Tulsa holds their opponents to 28% three-point shooting for the season. But I don't, I, they, Shockers have had a lot of open, wide open three pointers. They just haven't been making them. I don't think it, it's the Tulsa defense. Trey Wade making the second free throw, puts the Shocker lead at three. Igbanu is out, Jariah Horn back in for Tulsa. And Isaiah Hill to play it in. Shocker's picking up full court now. Comes in to Jackson and back to Isaiah Hill. Shockers will back off a little bit. Stevenson guarding Hill as he brings it across the timeline. Hands off on the right wing to Jackson, back to Hill, out front to Jackson. Jackson pulls it back, resets, 15 on the shot clock. Jackson now being guarded by Udeze, trying to take him to the basket, little reverse, missed it, rebound loose, and picked up off the floor by Etienne for Wichita State. Yeah, kind of a force that time by Jackson against Udeze. Long pass ahead to Stevenson, tried to bounce it under to Wade. It got deflected by Tulsa, but a risky pass there by Eric Stevenson. The Shockers will hang on to it. Yeah, he tried to pass it by two defenders, and it had a lot of smoke on it, too, so lucky the Shockers did lose that one. Burton to play it in from the baseline. Long pass out front to Stevenson. Had to jump and catch it in front of Isaiah Hill. Has control of it. Looking to penetrate. Foul line dishes it left side to Burton. He brings it out front into the keyhole. Right wing Etienne for three. On line hits it. Tyson Etienne with his second prey. First basket of the half. Wichita State's lead back to six. 38-32. Out front, Joiner, way out near the timeline, guarded by Etienne. Dribbles left off the screen, gives it to Horn, hands it off to Hill. Dribbles to the baseline, keeps the dribble out front to Horn, across the front to Joiner, left side. Joiner with eight to shoot, pulls it back, looking for an angle, drives it, spins, great spin, got it up and made it. What a move by Isaiah Joiner. He faked Stevenson right out of his shoes. Isaiah Joiner with 12. Yeah, he's been a real offensive guy for the for the Tulsa Hurricane Golden Hurricane today. Burton down into the lane. Muscles one up, fall away, bounces out, rebound Tulsa. Shockers up four, Tulsa with the ball. 9.57 yeah. to go. That's a shot Burton usually makes, but he's been struggling the last, last few games. Just not making those shots that he's been hitting all season. Joiner driving it, spinning. Cross court Jackson, left corner Hill, back out to Jackson on the wing, down on the block. Michelle got behind Wade. Trey fouls him. And Rochelle will go to the line for two. The foul on Trey Wade is his first. Yeah, Rochelle did a nice job of sealing Wade on the top side 
and when that pass was bounced into him, uh, Trey was really out of position, so only he either had to give him the dunk or foul him. Today's attendance, 8,089. That's the most for Tulsa since a sellout, 83-55 here when the Shockers were here two years ago, and on both occasions, it's been a huge contingent of Shocker fans that have made up probably at least half of the assemblage. First free throw missed by Rochelle. They get one more here. Shockers up by four. Uh, Tulsa knocked off the Shockers when they were number nine, right? A, a few years back when Tulsa, Tulsa had that really good season. Hamstring. What was that, 2015 maybe? 15-16, missed the yeah. second one and the rebound to Stevenson. Brandon Rochelle goes 0 for 2 from the line. Shocker lead stays at four. Brad Sherfield brings it into the front court. Looks left, dribbles right, keeps his dribble out front. Etienne, long three. No good off the back. Etienne, or Etienne up there fighting for it, stolen away. Outlet pass to Jackson, driving it all the way to the basket, runs into the defender. They're going to call the foul on Wichita State's Grant Sherfield. Well, you just need to get out of a guy's way when he's going out of control like that because he's not going to make that shot. He's just trying to get a foul. But it's, it's easier said than done when a guy's coming full speed right at you. It's hard to get out of the way. So Jackson's going to go to the line. But he was way out of control. Second foul on Sherfield, seventh team foul of the half. And Jackson to the line for two, has not shot free throws so far today. He is 73% on the year. Gets to the line four plus times per game. Free throw, no good, spun out. Well, it looks like to me, Mike, that Frank Haith has decided, hey, why don't we spread our offense out and let my guards drive one-on-one because Jorner and Jackson and Hill have been doing a lot of that here in the first 11 minutes. This one is up and good. So out of all of that, they made one of four as Jackson hits the second one. Shocker lead is down to three, 38-35. One, two, two, press. They're gonna try to trap in the half court. Shockers get the ball to Etienne, back to Stevenson. Lob for Echenique, and he threw it over his head out of bounds. Yeah, that's a long pass. Uh, he was about two steps inside the half court line and trying to lob it over the top to Echenique. That's that's a long way to make that pass. Jamie was having to try to hang his toes in bounds and haul that one in and he just couldn't reach it. Tulsa trying to get it in against Shocker pressure. They get it into Rochelle and back to Hill. 9.02 to go, second half. Wichita State leading by three. Isaiah Hill way out near the timeline, guarded by Sherfield over on the right wing to Jackson, out front to Rochelle. Couple of dribbles to the right, keeps his dribble going, now hands it off to Joyner. He drives into the lane and Etienne called for the foul, tripped him a little bit as he kind of slide, tried to slide with him. Yeah, they were trying to go inside their bigs the whole first half and now they're just kind of spreading it out. They're weaving a lot and then the guards are just putting their heads down and driving to the hoop hoping to get fouls. That's and three, it's working. three on Etienne, eight team fouls. So this will be a one and one for Joyner. But eight fouls on the Shockers, only three on Tulsa. That one is up and good. Actually, they were giving him two. Joyner now two of three from the line, has a team-high 13 points for Tulsa, matches the game high. Echenique has 13, but has not scored in the second half. That one is up and good. So Elijah Joyner with 14, Tulsa within one, 38-37. Etienne through the timeline, across the timeline to Sherfield. 
Sherfield way out on the court, middle of the floor. Right wing to Etienne. Out front to Dexter Dennis, left wing Stevenson. Down off the left block to Echenique. They double team him. Stevenson, three from the wing, away off the mark. Didn't even hit iron. Hit the opposite side of the backboard. Rebound Tulsa. Joiner driving it down the lane. Gets all the way to the rim and lays it in. Yeah, the soccer guards just can't cover the Tulsa guards. And Joiner, Elijah Joiner from Chicago, Illinois, is just eating them up. Shockers into the front court, trailing by one. Etienne driving it, and a foul on Tulsa. Isaiah Hill called for bodying up Etienne. Kind of the same thing. Etienne just put his head down and drove, and Hill just couldn't get out of his way and got the foul. Only the fourth team foul on Tulsa. The Shockers won't shoot any free throws. They'll have the ball out of bounds. Jamarius Burton checks in. Grant Sherfield will play it in. Looks like they're going to zone this out of bounds play. Sherfield, right wing to Burton. Out front to Etienne. Shockers need a basket. They trail by one, 39-38. Left wing Etienne. Started to drive it, couldn't get anybody open. Across the right side to Dexter Dennis, near the right corner to Burton. Eight to shoot. JB trying to take it in the lane. Defender goes down. They're going to call a late charge on Burton. Yeah, kind of a late whistle, but I think it was a good call. Jamarius Burton lowered his shoulder into Hill and got called for the offensive foul. That's a matchup they can exploit, Mike, because Burton's a lot taller than Hill. Got a timeout, 7.45 to go, and Tulsa with a one-point lead. Tulsa 39, Wichita State 38. When two teams compete on the court, there can only be one winner. But in business and life, Coke Industries believes that win-win outcomes are the key to long-term success. That's why Coke creates innovations to meet everyday needs like cleaner water, renewable fuels, advanced medical devices, safer vehicles, and energy-efficient building materials. See the inspiring stories for yourself at kochindustries.com. Shocker fans, a winning team is built on relationships and trust. Every member of the team has to deliver. At Medica Health Plans, we understand. We know how much you and your family counts on your health insurance, and we work hard to keep your plan working for you each and every day. When you call us, we're listening. We hear you. We understand. And when you carry a Medica member card, you can be assured we've got you covered. Medica Health Plans. Uh, yeah, welcome to Big Box. Hi, I'm looking for an LG 3D TV. Oh, uh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, well, I'm assigned to video games this week. Uh, Jill, do you know anything about TVs? Uh, not my department. Uh, Frank, how about you? Nope, washers. Is anyone assigned to TVs this week? Uh, hey, would you like to see a video game instead? Uh, should have gone to Hefner's. At Hefner TV, we've been helping families find the perfect TV and entertainment furniture for over 60 years. We offer free installation and service everything we sell. Hefner TV, we've got our roots in Wichita, not just our branches. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Vivian Adams, Sean Chapman, Carrie Mock, or Chris Post. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Gotta figure out a way to win. 7.45 remaining here in Tulsa. Wichita State has led for just about all at this game. Tulsa took one or two brief one-point leads in the first half, and the Shockers came back. Tulsa up by one right now with 7.45 remaining. 
as the Shockers have just been incredibly cold so far here in the second half. Still waiting for a stat sheet, but they've only made three field goals in the first 12 minutes and 15 seconds of the second half. Two of those are threes, but the Shocker shooters are not only missing, but missing badly on a lot of occasions. Yeah, it looks like it's starting to get into their head, Mike, because uh, Stevenson shot an air ball. Etienne shot a near air ball. Dexter Dennis is not coming close on his shot, so uh, they got to figure out a way to get the ball in the basket. Their defense has been really good, but the last three or four or five minutes, Tulsa guards have been able to penetrate and get to the basket or get to the free throw line by drawing fouls. So Shocker's got to figure out a way to shut that penetration down on the defensive end. And fouls are a huge factor. Tulsa has shot 14 free throws to Wichita State six. Pressure, and they finally get it into Joyner. Had trouble getting the ball in. And Wichita State's been whistled for nine fouls and a half. Tulsa only four. Isaiah Hill at the top, started right, backdoor cut, but Jackson couldn't get open or he couldn't see him. Rochelle spinning in the lane, forcing, bounces off, tipped up, no good. Rebound Echenique. Boy, they had two really good looks there, and Echenique snatched off the third one. Dexter Dennis out front to Etienne. Tulsa in a 2-3 zone look. Etienne hands off to Sherfield, right wing Burton. Brings it back out front, back on the wing to Sherfield. Penetrates, throws to Burton. Had an open shot, passed it up, pull up 15-footer, good. There that we is go. Jamarius Burton's first points of the game and gets the Shockers back in front by one. Yeah, only four points against Central Florida and four points against South Florida, so he's been slumping a little bit lately. Hopefully that mid-range jumper will get him going a little bit. Hill out front, starts back left, flips it off to Michelle, penetrates a little over to Jackson. He drives it, stops in the lane, bounce pass under, and it goes out of bounds, but it was deflected by Etienne. Better defense that time by Wichita State, covering the penetrators without fouling them and forcing the Tulsa to make a bad pass. Now they've got eight seconds on the shot clock. They're going to have the ball underneath their basket. Etienne's coming out. Udeze's coming in. And Igbanu just came back in for Tulsa. Udeze will be guarding him. Eight on the shot clock. Joyner looking under, looking under, still looking way out on the left wing to Jackson. Jackson into the keyhole. Bounce pass mid lane. Igbanu horsing it up and was fouled by Udeze. Yeah, he kind of reached in and hacked him on the arm. Uh, he got the ball really low in the lane there. Not a great free throw shooter, 68%. Two for two tonight, made his two previous attempts here in the second half. Tulsa continuing to pile up a big advantage of free throw attempts as they're getting the ball, either driving it to the basket or getting the ball deep down in the lane. Done a nice job on him tonight. He had 28 points in the last game against Connecticut, uh, but struggling to score here today. Made the first to tie it up at 40 all. Still 6.35 to go. Second try coming for the senior from Lagos, Nigeria, and he rattles it in. Tulsa back in front by one. Ibanu with six. Shocker possession, trailing 41-40. Burton eyeing that trap that they're setting up for him. Gets it into the front court, and now will set up the half-court offense. Brings it to the middle. Over toward the right side, keeps his dribble going on the right wing. Brings it back out front. Dennis pops out front to get it. Swings it left side to Sherfield. Shot clock at nine. Grant for three. In and out. Halfway down, wouldn't go that time. 
Joyner cleared the rebound off to Igbanu, and now Joyner will bring it up the floor. Another good look, that one by Grant Sherfield right off the top of the circle. Joyner cutting left to right, drives it hard in the lane, right corner to Jackson, he penetrates a little. High post, Igbanu, gonna muscle it down the lane, fakes, goes up, lays it in. He just totally lost to Deze that time. Well, he's letting him catch it too close to the basket, Mike. He's got to get around in front of him if he gets that deep. Tulsa by three. That's their biggest lead of the game. In Shock. the right corner for the Shockers, Etienne. Look to the block. Back out to Sherfield. Shockers, need, they need a bucket the worst way, Mike. Burton right elbow, 15-footer. Good. Jamarius Burton with another big shot. He's hit his last two. Those are the Shockers' last two baskets, and they get the lead back to one for Tulsa. Well, they haven't been able to buy a three-pointer, but uh, luckily Burton's hit a couple of 18-footers. Into the lane, Rochelle flips it back out. Jackson over on the right wing to Rochelle. Lobs inside for Igbanu. Double him. him. Double him. But trying to make a move on the dribble. Sherfield helping out up front. Jackson back into Igbanu. Runs over Deze. That's going to be another charge on Martin's Igbanu. He's not very subtle, is he, Mike? He just gets that ball and looks like a cage fighter when he gets it. He lowers his shoulder and he, he says, get out of my way. I'm going to the basket. It's his third foul, third charging foul, and he's signaling that to Byron Jarrett. That's three. Keep saying that's three. That's three. And I'll tell keeps, you what. I'll tell you, he's yelling at him, but Byron Jarrett, and now. Yeah, he's going to oh, get I it. Thought, I thought he was going to get a technical, but they're motioning Kareed into the game. Frank Hayes recognizes he needs to get Igbanu out of there before he gets a technical. Uh, he was really close to getting a technical. If Jarrett hadn't turned away and not looked at him, he'd have got a technical. He's really hot. Wichita State's ball, they're down one, 4.54 to go. Sherfield, right wing to Etienne. Out front to Dennis, left wing Burton. Got to move, guys. Down they're back in a man-to-man. Left block, Echenique, moving to the line, jump hook. Battles is in. Wow. He tough. was getting banged hard <laughs> as he took it in there and made it anyway. His first basket of the half, he's got 15, and the Shockers are back in front. Yeah, Mike, he got fouled and still got the ball in the basket. Joiner penetrating, step back three. Elijah Joyner has just been unconscious today. Just matched his season high with 19 points. And a timeout. I think Tulsa took this timeout. It's a 30 that'll be expanded to a full with 4.29 to go. Tulsa back in front by two. I think they called the timeout. I Maybe could tell. Up their defense. I, I, didn't see, I didn't see Marshall call it. I think you might be right. I think Tulsa might have called it. But Jorner is playing out of his mind today. He only averages seven points. He's shooting 14% from three in league play. Two out of 14. How many has he got today? Four? Four for five. And Tulsa, well, Joyner's, Tulsa's been playing well, winning their last five games. Over that five-game stretch, Joyner only made eight of 24 field goals, 33% overall. He's made four of five threes in this game. Man, he has really played, and he's made some tough driving shots and some free throws. He's playing a heck of a ball game. He and Etch, he for Tulsa and Echenique for the Shockers, those two guys are really playing. Joyner has matched his career high with 19. Shocker fans, if you want to shop the largest selection of Shocker gear in town, visit the Shocker store, the official store of Wichita State University. Check out their newest location in Brayburn Square or visit them in WSU's Radigan Student Center. If you're not local, you can always shop 24-7 at theshockerstore.com. Find everything you need for every generation of Shocker Nation at the Shocker store. Wichita State trailing again. 46-44 after taking a one-point lead 
Jamie Echenique, 15 points, nine rebounds, three block shots, and two steals. Next high for the Shockers, Tyson Etienne and Grant Sherfield with eight apiece for Tulsa. Elijah Joyner has matched his career high with 19. Next high for them is Martin Zigbanu with eight. And Joyner, in addition to the 19 points, has five rebounds and five assists with just one turnover. He's at four of five from beyond the arc. Well, Shockers are only 27% from uh, the field, 14% from three, two out of 14. Tulsa's raised their percentage. They're 43% in the second half, six of 14. Uh, the Shocker shooters, Dexter's 0 for 6 from 3, Stevenson 0 for 4 from 3, and Etienne is 2 for 8 from 3. So what's that? 2, two, for, for, two for 18 from 3. Uh, Shocker's three best shooters, arguably. Shocker basketball, they are down 2 with the ball. And the lineup has Burton, Sherfield, Stevenson, Dennis, and Echenique. The good thing, the Shocker's only down 2. In, in, they, they can't they can't buy a basket they're only down two Sherfield up court to Burton across the timeline across court to Sherfield right side Tulsa dropping back in zone Sherfield right in the middle of the floor over to Dexter Dennis at the left elbow hands it off to Burton coming back to the right and a foul away from the ball as Stevenson tried to make a cut off of Echenique in the lane and Darian Jackson held him so Jackson picks up his first foul and the sixth team foul so no free throws here, but on the next one, the Shockers will be in the one and one. Still 4-12 to play. Sherfield looking to get it in. And into Burton on the right wing. Pass fake, pulls it out, feeds out front to Stevenson. Eric left side, long cross-court pass. Dennis, three right wing, in and out and stays in. He looked at Eric Stevenson, he said, throw me the ball. He was telling Eric to throw him the ball. He wanted to take that shot and Dexter Dennis shot it with a lot of confidence and got it in there. His first basket is a big three-pointer. Lob inside and a dunk. That was way up there, and that's little Isaiah Hill, or it's Jackson. Darian Jackson went up and dunked that lob. He's got seven points. Tulsa back in front by one, 48-47. Yeah, they had that set play called out of the timeout. The kid from Overland Park really went up high to make that one. Burton left corner, driving baseline, Sherfield couldn't get in. Out over to, back to Dennis, left wing, Sherfield. Nine to shoot, Dexter Dennis. Penetrating a little, kicks it to Stevenson. Three out front, short, rebound Tulsa. He wanted a foul there, he thought he got hit on the arm. 3-12 to go, Tulsa with the ball and a one point lead. Big defensive possession for Wichita State. Driving it is Joyner. Penetrates again, then hands it off to Carita. He goes right wing to Jackson, hands it to Rochelle. Brandon Rochelle looking to drive it on Dexter Dennis, backing him in the lane, fall away, a tough shot, rebounded by Echenique. Well, they're running the offense that Central Florida ran late in that second half against the Shockers. Spread them out and penetrate. Shockers in the front court, Sherfield out front. Dribbles left, feeds it on the left wing to Dexter Dennis. In the left corner with it. That is Sherfield out to Dennis, thought about it, over to Stevenson. I want to get the ball to Echenique, finally do now. Jamie drops it to Stevenson coming down the lane, gets the shot and a foul. Wow, big bucket. A nice pass by Echenique. They threw it into the post, and then Stevenson cut to the basket, got the return pass for the bucket and the foul. Eric managed to kind of stop himself, 
kind of hang in the air as he took contact, got it in off the glass. He'll be going to the line after the under four timeout. Just 2.27 to go. It's Wichita State 49, Tulsa 48. An auto policy from State Farm gets you collision coverage. And this radio ad from State Farm gets you coverage of this beloved 90s hit. I hit a car. I hit a car. I hit a car. visit statefarm.com. Hey, Shocker fans, this is Chris Lubers with Lubers Cars and Cheney. As the largest Chevy and Ford dealer in Kansas, we're proud to support Wichita State Athletics. Members of the Shocker Wheels Club for over 30 years, many family members and employees are also Wichita State University graduates, and even more still are fans of WSU Athletics. So take the short drive to Lubers and Cheney and let our family go to work for you. Lubers, proud supporters of Wichita State Athletics and home of the friendly way to buy. The 2020 Outdoor Living and Landscape Show is coming March 6th through 8th at Century 2 Convention Center. And now is your time to get signed up. If your business is lawn and tree care, landscaping, exterior lighting, fencing, garden art, pools, hot tubs, or anything outdoor living, this show is for you. For sponsorship information or to reserve your booth space, call 685-2121. That's 685-2121. Or simply visit OutdoorLivingAndLandscapeShow.com. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Mulvane, see Kirk Farber. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Wichita State falling behind by a couple of points. The Shockers have come back to regain the lead. Eric Stevenson fouled in the act of shooting, got the shot in off the glass. Now he's going to the free throw line with a chance to make it a two-point lead with 2.27 to go. Stevenson has not been to the line today. The Shockers, as a team, are five of six from the line. Tulsa, 12 of 16. So the Shockers have been outscored by seven points from the free throw line, they have definitely got to take advantage of any opportunity they get. Stevenson, typically a very good free throw shooter on the year, 77.8%. But coming off a game in which he started poorly, finally finished up five of eight against Central Florida. So big free throws here for Eric Stevenson. Free throw, one only, sorry. Could make it a three point play. And it is spinning out. So the lead stays at one for the Shockers. Tulsa has the ball with a chance to regain the lead. A lot of shots in and out in this second half on that basket. Out front with a joiner, bounces left side to Rochelle, guarded by Dennis, down off the left side of the lane to Horn, guarded by Burton, trying to back him down, having trouble with it, feeds it out to Rochelle, thought about it, he's going to launch one, and that's way off the mark. Rebound Sherfield for Wichita State. Yeah, not the shot that Tulsa wanted. He's not an outside shooter. He's more of a slasher, so... Good defensive stand by Wichita State that time. He's taken a couple of really difficult shots down the stretch here. Shockers a chance to add to the lead. Sherfield trying to penetrate out to Burton. Three by Jamarius. Off the back iron. Long rebound out to Jackson. Right on line, but way long. And the rebound, Tulsa. Minute 37 to go. Tulsa down one with the ball. Well, it would have been nice to score there and pad this lead a little bit. Joiner penetrating, Stevenson almost stripped it. It's recovered in the corner by Jackson. Tulsa still with 15 seconds. 
Jackson down the lane, fouled by Stevenson, he'll go to the line for two. Oh, I was saying to myself, don't foul him, Eric, don't foul him. He just had that look in his face where he just couldn't stop because Jackson was just driving for a foul. Jackson to the line for two. He is one of two in the ball game, but on the year, one of their best free throw shooters at 73%. Yeah, he's been shooting pretty good in conference play from three, 46% from three, seven of 15. He's really turned it up in conference play. Free throw is spinning out. Rattled in the cylinder, popped out. So the best he can do now is tie it. A minute 25 remaining in regulation. Yeah, he was on that state championship Blue Valley Northwest High School team, Kansas State champs. Second one's up, it's good, tie game. Jackson with eight, that's almost his average. He averages an even nine per game. Shocker's bringing it up in a tie game, just over a minute to go. Jamarius Burton, left side of the floor to Sherfield. Grant standing dribble left wing. Comes toward the middle. Over on the left wing, Stevenson. Thought about it. Down on the block at Chenique. They double team him. Rolls in the lane. Jump hook. Wouldn't go. Rebound fought for. Out of bounds off Tulsa. Shockers get it back with a minute three to go. I thought Chenique fr- got fouled on that shot too, Mike. Uh, but they were battling for the rebound, and it got deflected out of bounds off of Tulsa. Hurricane. It's going to be Shockers ball underneath their basket with a fresh 20. Shockers set up in a box along the lane. And playing it in will be Grant Sherfield. Sherfield looks under first. Tried to get it right under instead in the corner to Burton. Spins in there, goes up, and rolls it in. Wow. Strong finish by Jamarius Burton, who's got all six of his points late in the game. Shockers up two with under a minute to go. Yeah, and he got that one up over Ibanu, the 6'8 junior, and Frank Haith wants a timeout as the Shockers go up two now, under a minute to play. 26 on the shot clock, 55 on the game clock. So the Shockers will get it back no matter what with plenty of time. But if they can make a stop here, then they really throw some pressure back on Tulsa with time running out. It's a two-point game. Shockers certainly want to avoid giving up the three here, but even a two would only tie it. Well, they've had a lot of success here in the second half. Running that offense as Central Florida was running late in the game when they were in, had all their guards in the game, just spread out, pass the ball around, and then one of the guards penetrates and tries to score or draw fouls and get to the free throw line. But don't, don't forget, they might go inside Dick Banu because he's their top gun inside. When the Shockers are on the road, the official Wichita State watch party location is Chicken and Pickle at the corner of 13th and Greenwich Road. Those watch parties sponsored by Eisenhower National Airport. Keep that in mind. Next road game for the Shockers a week from tomorrow. Another big one at Houston. And in between now and then, the Shockers home Thursday night against Cincinnati in another very big conference game. 54.6 seconds to go here in Tulsa. Tulsa with the ball down two to Wichita State. Well, something's got to give. Shockers have won two in a row. Tulsa's won five in a row. And they're battling for one of the spots at the top of the conference here as Houston and Cincinnati play today. The Shocker lineup is Echenique, Stevenson, Burton, Sherfield, and Dennis. Darian Jackson, Jariah Horn, Martin Zigbanu, Elijah Joyner for Tulsa. Darian Jackson, I believe, is the fifth. 
No, actually, it's Rochelle, and Brandon Rochelle will play it in. Out near the timeline to Joyner. Joyner picked up by Grant Sherfield. Dribbles right. On the wing, Stevenson almost stole it. Now penetrating is Jackson under the basket. Bounces in the lane. Igbanu up with the shot. Missed it, but a foul. Had to go up with the left hand to protect the ball. Kind of threw it over the top of the basket. But it'll go to the line for two shots. The foul, I believe, is on Echenique. Well, Darian Jackson drove underneath the basket. Looked like he was going to shoot that reverse layup again. But Echenique came over to help. And Jackson made a nice jump stop and threw a beautiful bounce pass back to Igbanu, who drew the foul. Igbanu, four for four from the line in this ballgame. Free throw is up and good. That's better than he usually is. He's about 67, 68%. Five for five in this one, and he can tie the game with 44 seconds to go if he knocks this one down. Box off, guys. Don't let him get a rebound here. They've pulled everybody off the foul line except for one player. Free throw is up and good. So Tulsa ties it up. Igbanu with 10. 51-51. Game clock 40 seconds as Sherfield brings it up the court for the Shockers. Echenique out there with a high screen. Sherfield looking to bring it to the middle. Joiner right up on him. Left wing Stevenson. Shot on the way. Off the back iron. Rebound. Burton. Trapped on the baseline, he called a timeout with 19 on the shot clock, 22 on the game clock. They'll get a new 20 on the shot clock. So now the Shockers can play it almost down to the very end and not leave Tulsa much opportunity if they miss the shot. What a rebound on the weak side by Jamarius Burton. I mean, he got way up in the air to get that rebound. The shot hit the iron hard, the Eric Stevenson shot. And Burton went way up in a crowd, and he was pinned against the baseline. I was glad to see that somebody was alert enough to call a timeout because he had nowhere to go with that ball. Hey, Shocker Nation, success is built on trust, and the same goes for your health insurance. That's why thousands of Kansas families put their trust in Medica Health Plans. When you carry a Medica member card, you can be assured they've got you covered. That's Medica Health Plans. Well, I'd be very surprised if Greg Marshall doesn't take this thing all the way down and try to get a shot towards the end of this shot clock. They've got 19 seconds. There's a three-second differential. So if they can shoot right at the end of the shot clock and a couple of rebounds, they can maybe eat up all of this clock, hopefully hopefully score a basket at the end of the shot clock. The Shockers are in the one-and-one, so any foul by Tulsa at least puts Wichita State at the free-throw line. They're not yet in the double bonus, so it would be a one-and-one situation. You'd like to see them get Echenique some kind of opportunity, if if at all possible, but Tulsa's going to be trying everything they can to close that off. Yeah, and it's kind of chancy to try to throw the ball into the post late because if you you turn it over, now you give Tulsa a chance to come down and and have the last shot, so it's chancy to try to get it into the post. Plus, they haven't been calling any fouls on the big guys inside, so he's been getting fouled and no fouls called, so I'll look for a shot by Dexter Dennis here, Mike. Actually, 19 on the shot clock, 22 on the game clock. It's a differential of three seconds. Jamarius Burton will play it in from the baseline. He can't run the baseline. He's got a, it's a spot throw in. Lobs it into Echenique, out to Sherfield. Now Burton coming out front to get it. 13 seconds, 12. The Shockers will take it down close to the end so that Tulsa has virtually no time to respond. Five. 
four. Burton driving the lane, spinning, almost lost it, gets it back under to, to Dennis, and the shot clock expires. Yeah, Jamarius Burton got in the lane. I think he was going to go up to shoot it, but he fumbled the basketball, so then he regathered the ball and threw it to Dexter, but it was too late, and the shot clock expired. Now two and a half seconds to go. Trey Wade comes in for Echenique. They're going to say 3.3 seconds, and it looks like Fran Tate is going to call a timeout. Tulsa will have to go the length of the floor, but 3.3 seconds is quite a bit of time if you can get that first pass well up the floor. And Well, what they were doing, they ran an isolation play for Jamarius Burton. They had uh, Stevenson in one corner. They had Sherfield in the other corner, and they had Dexter Dennis and Echigenike screening for each other inside. But the play was for Burton to go in there and score unless one of those guys inside popped wide open. Well, as Bob said, he had a chance on the spin to maybe at least get a shot away, but fumbled it, and then it looked like he tried to dump it off under to Dexter Dennis. Shot clock expired. Now the Shockers need to make a stop. Shockers now have to hope for overtime because Tulsa's going to have the last opportunity here. Wichita State cannot win it unless they happen to steal it somehow. Normally you would throw it up to half court and call another timeout, but I think Tulsa's out of timeouts. So they're going to have to throw it in and go. So look for Darian Jackson to try to go coast to coast here. And he's got uh, Joyner down at the end here. And don't lose him because he's been the hot guy. Burton's on Joyner. Dexter Dennis is on. Let's see, Sherfield's on Jackson. Rochelle's going to throw it in. He wants to make a long pass. He gets it in to Joyner. Joyner across the timeline. Getting one off. Good. About a 23-24 footer. Difficult shot, and that was just him today. That's five of six threes for Elijah Joyner, and he wins the ball game for Tulsa, 54-51. Stay tuned for the Hyatt Regency of Wichita postgame show. Hey, Shocker Nation, now's the time to recharge with the Hyatt Regency Wichita. Come and enjoy the breakfast buffet or brunch with us every Sunday. Our culinary chefs at the Hyatt Regency prepare delicious and savory meals with you in mind. So slow down and take a break with the Hyatt Regency Wichita and enjoy with the ones you love. Hyatt Regency Wichita. Call for reservations or visit wichita.hyatt.com for more information. When you're in need of window treatments, whether it's shades, shutters, or blinds, got you covered at Wichita's your one-stop shop. If you're looking for high-quality products from the top manufacturers in the industry at 30 to 50% off retail, then call Dan at 316-612-7000 for a free in-home consultation. Mention the Shockers and receive an additional 10% off any order. Call Dan at 316-612-7000 or go to gotchacoveredatwichita.com to take advantage of Gotcha Covered's free cordless promotion. Some restrictions apply. At Gotcha Covered, it's your needs, your style, our guidance. Gotcha Covered says, go Shocks! Join KitchenAid and Enlighten's Appliance Showroom and make it your own to customize your collection in the kitchen by getting up to $1,700 via prepaid rebate card by mail when you purchase select KitchenAid appliances. With countless memories made and countless more to come, the time is now to make your KitchenAid memories. Explore savings on cooking, cleaning, and refrigeration. Everything you need to create the perfect kitchen workshop. Join Enlighten's Appliance Showroom today in Make It Your Own of KitchenAid brand appliances. 
We want to ask you one question. When was the last time you did something for yourself? As we grow up, we start taking care of the people around us, which means we spend less time tending to our own needs. At CBD Plus USA, we believe in doing things the right way. Our goal is to cultivate an environment where hard work, respect, and community flourishes. If you want to know how self-care can be different, then visit our three Wichita locations, 3570 North Woodlawn, 21st and Tyler, and 2564 North Greenwich. Live your best life. CBD Plus USA. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Sandra Means, Alex Acosta, or Sam Odeny. In Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. And in Valley Center, see Tim Dink. Listen for all WSU Shocker basketball games on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. A happy celebration continuing in the middle of the court here in Tulsa as a last-second shot by Elijah Joyner from maybe 25 or 6 feet. A three-point basket at the buzzer gives Tulsa a 54-51 win over Wichita State. It moves the Hurricanes' winning streak to six, keeps them tied for first in the American Athletic Conference as the Shockers struggled offensively, missed a chance to maybe take the lead with just three seconds remaining, and Tulsa in those last three seconds got the ball to the right guy. Elijah Joyner had a career game, making five of six three-pointers, including the game winner. Yeah, the Shockers, they ran a bunch of screens, and the Shockers switched all the screens, and they looked a little confused at first, but they got the ball in, and as you stated, they got the ball to the right guy, Elijah Joyner, because he was in another world today, hitting five of six three-pointers. He'd only hit two out of 14 in seven conference games, but not today, five out of six, and the biggest one was right there before the horn to win the game. Post-game show is brought to you by Hyatt Regency of Wichita, proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. The Shocker offense continues to struggle. A little bit of a comeback briefly against Central Florida last game out, but this is now four times in five games that the Shockers have been held in the 50s. Yeah, you know, credit their defense. They held uh, Tulsa to 54 points. They, they only shot 37%. They had to shoot 44 in the second half to get it up to 37%. Uh, but they won the game at the three-point line. They hit half their three-pointers, seven out of 14, and that was the difference in the game. The Shockers never could get anything going from the three-point line. They, uh, Dexter Dennis had a one hit late, and that was the only one they hit late in the game. And, they, and Greg Marshall's getting ready to join us here as he comes out a little bit quicker than we normal used to, but Greg, wow. Greg Marshall wow. presented by Hogwild Pit Barbecue. Coach, first of all, it was an extremely physical game, kind of hand-to-hand combat type of game throughout. Coach, uh, I don't know if you can hear me, but certainly a really physical game, that almost hand-to-hand combat all day long out there. Yeah, very physical, uh, you know, we had so many looks. Oh my God, we had so many looks. And Joiner, you know, Joiner, who's not known to be a three-point shooter, uh, goes five for six. I mean, he rose to the occasion, and um, he had a hit a great shot, a big-time contest by Trey Wade. Um, you know, we had opportunities, but our our threes, we shoot 19%. Our threes were horse shots at times. 
I'm talking about wide open, right in front of you guys. Well, when you say horse shot, that means you're wide open, nobody guarding you. Yeah. It's a good thing. Uh, yeah. You know, most of the time when you shoot that lower percentage from three, you're shooting bad shots or people in your face or, you know, you're not sharing the basketball. I thought you guys moved the ball really well and got really good shots, especially in the second half, Greg. Yeah. Just you got to make some. You know, that thing... We were defending well enough, so the, all the missed shots weren't killing us. We, we maintained a little cushion the entire time. But, hey, man, it was, it was a big-time important game, and, and they made the plays they had to make. They go, they end up shooting 50% from three, and it's not their forte. And like I said, Joyner, I don't know what his numbers were. He was two for 14 in seven conference games before Yeah, he goes five for six. He made, Tyson Etienne lost him three times, two in the first half and one in the second half. But then... Just that the shot at the end was was highly contested. But we had chances at the end of the game. We, we run a little clear out. We lose the ball. Uh, uh, just just disappointed. We got to play better. Uh, I got to coach better. And, you know, they get they get the win. Well, you had an ISO play for Burton there at the end. Wasn't that an ISO play for him? Or was yeah. he looking to dump it inside? No, he was supposed to look to score. And those other guys had worked to get offensive rebound position. He just needed to get it up on the glass. He lost the ball. Yeah. Jamie had a heck of a game. He was kind of yeah. doing everything, scoring, rebounding, blocking shots, but it's hard to get the ball into him as often as you'd like. Yeah, he gets 12 shot attempts, um, gets a double-double, 15 and 10, but uh, he needed a little more help. We needed a couple more really good performances today. And there's not much more to say to sum this one up. Uh, Cincinnati coming up, so you get ready for that one. Yep. All right, Coach, thank you. Shocker hit Coach Greg Marshall. Shockers fall by a score of 54-51. And we've kind of combined our Greg Marshall interview with our game recap brought to you by Bill and Nika Cummings. Cummings and Cummings are your criminal defense and DUI attorneys in Wichita. Give them a call at 264-1548 or visit BillCummingsLLC.com. Cummings and Cummings Law, where your needs always come first. And your drive home from the game brought to you by Kansas Land Tire and Service, where great tires and professional auto service are always a slam dunk. We'll be back on the Hyatt Regency of Wichita post-game show. It's time again to go inside the numbers with BKD CPAs and advisors. Your team pushes hard to get the job done, but a little boost never hurts when challenges get steep. Our dependable, trusted advisors can help you serve up financial success and attack obstacles so you ace your strategic goals. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? Go to BKD.com and go Shocks. Give your employees the smile power they need to conquer any business challenge with a healthy grin. When you want your top people to feel at the top of their game. When your sales team is fresh out of rebuttals and the deal needs to get closed. When it's time to pick a dental insurance plan, give your employees the nation's largest network of smile-defending dentists with plan options that meet your company's budget. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental of Kansas. Combining home and auto with State Farm gets you a whole lot covered for less. But this State Farm radio ad gets you this jam covered for free. Cover it all, nothing at all. I want my premiums to fall by combining policies for home and auto. Cover it all. And have for more coverage, visit statefarm.com. And so, if we solve for X, we get... 
one IHOP breakfast combo with all-you-can-eat pancakes. The pancake limit does not exist. The pancake limit does not exist! <laughs> you heard the genius. Come into IHOP today for free all-you-can-eat pancakes when you buy any breakfast combo. Or you can come in Monday through Friday for the 2 by 2 by 2 combo with all-you-can-eat pancakes for just $4.99. It's math you can eat. Dine-in only. Price and participation varies. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see John Green, Mike Rogers, or John Rouse. In Hutchinson, see Travis Rodenbaugh. And in Newton, see Ken Hall. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to the Hyatt Regency of Wichita postgame show. Our star of the game presented by the Kansas Lottery. Pretty easy choice today. Jamie Echenique with 15 points, 10 rebounds, three block shots, two steals, an assist, and no turnovers. Playing 30 minutes, he was 7 of 12 from the field, including 1 of 2 from 3. Really did everything he could at both ends of the floor to keep the Shockers in this one, but uh, at the end, had had a shot right there late that we certainly thought he could have shot a couple of foul shots. Uh, he was getting hammered in that low post area, but fought through it a few times to score anyway. He scored anyway, yeah, uh, and I thought, you know, they shot 20 free throws, Shockers shot 7, uh, and I thought Echenique probably could have shot 4, maybe 6 more free throws because he got fouled on a lot of those post shots inside. So uh, that's the only complaint I've got. I thought the officiating was pretty good other than that. Uh, it just comes down to three-point shooting. Shocker defense was good enough to win. Uh, Shocker rebounding was good enough to win. Shocker, uh, I thought, uh, you know, had 14 turnovers, maybe a few too many uh, on the road, especially in a close game. But the difference was three-point shooting. Uh, Shockers were 6 of 31, 19%. And Tulsa, who's not a very good three-point shooting team, was 7 out of 14, led by Joyner, who was 5 out of 6. Overall, the Shockers 20 of 58, 34.5%. Tulsa 16 of 43 for 37.2%. So the Shockers, again, as Bob mentioned, the defense, uh, that's the, find it here, 17 of 21 games and 18 in regulation. They've held their opponents under 70. That's the seventh time they've held an opponent under 60, and they have now held 16 of their opponents out of 21 games under 40% from the field. And with a one-rebound advantage, 34-33, 14 turnovers to 16. Uh, again, it just comes down to Tulsa making 10 more free throws and just shooting a much better percentage from three. Yeah, if you, if you look at the, the, the top shooters on the Shocker team, Stevenson was 0 for 6. Sherfield 2 for 5, not bad. Uh, a good game for him from three. But Etienne, 2 out of 8. And Dexter Dennis, although he hit a big one late to give the Shockers the lead, he was 1 out of 7. So I think that's, uh, let's see, 1, 3 out of, uh, let's see, that's 15, 21, 3 out of 21 for their three best three-point shooters. And you just can't win a road game shooting three out of, having your shooter shoot three out of 21 from three. And as we said, Elijah Joyner hit five of six. He had been two for 14 in the seven previous games. He scores a career-high 22 and added five rebounds, five assists with just one turnover. Ten points for Martin Zigbanu, and he was six for six from the line where he normally shoots about 68%. Eight points for Darian Jackson, five for Jariah Horn. Now those were their leading scorers in addition to Echenique's 15, eight apiece for Etienne and Sherfield, six for Eric Stevenson, Dexter Dennis with five, and Jamarius Burton 
scored six. But again, the Shockers end up in the 50s for the fifth time now in, is that right? Fifth, fourth time in the last five games, I guess. You know, it, but, it, but it wasn't because they weren't moving the basketball. It wasn't because they weren't executing or sharing the basketball. I thought they moved the ball really well today. I thought they went inside to Echenique a lot and got him going early and throughout the first half especially. Uh, they moved it against the zone and got really wide open shots. And Greg Marshall calls those horse shots like you're playing the game of horse out in the backyard. Nobody's guarding you in horse. So they had shots where basically they're standing there with nobody on them. And uh, so it wasn't that they weren't executing, they weren't moving the ball they weren't uh, playing unselfishly it's just that they weren't making open shots and sometimes you have games like that and uh this is a pretty good shooting team you know uh if they have a halfway decent shooting game they win this game going away today and because i thought their defense was pretty darn good uh but uh just can't shoot that bad and win it win, win a game those final numbers brought to you by bkd cpas and advisors everyone needs a trusted advisor Who's yours? We'll be back to close things out from Tulsa where the hurricane edged the Shockers on a last-second shot, 54-51. Reese Nichols is a proud sponsor of Shocker Men's Basketball. When you're ready to move, we're all about the black and gold. Reese Nichols and you. Shockers up. Winter is here, so you know you don't want to wait for your heater to give up on you. Give Comfort Systems a call, and they'll be there to make sure you're ready to handle the brutal winter chill. Whether you need basic maintenance or a brand new unit from Daikin Comfort Pro, Comfort Systems is ready to help make sure you're living comfortably this winter. For more information, visit us at comfortsystems.net. That's comfortsystems.net. Choose comfort. It's Chevy Truck Month, and it's the right time to get behind the wheel of the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. After all, what truck has the most functional bed in its class and up to 20% more cargo volume than the competition? The all-new Chevy Silverado. And what truck offers the choice of powertrains to help you find the power and efficiency you need? The all-new Chevy Silverado. Head into your local Chevy dealer and see for yourself that the only truck that compares to a Chevy Silverado is another Chevy Silverado. See your hometown Chevy dealer today. Reese Nichols is proud to be a sponsor of Shocker Athletics. Our realtors, like the Shockers, are the very best. So if a move is in your future, please call on us. Go Shocks! The 2020 Outdoor Living and Landscape Show is coming March 6th through 8th at Century 2 Convention Center. And now is your time to get signed up. If your business is lawn and tree care, landscaping, exterior lighting, fencing, garden art, pools, hot tubs, or anything outdoor living, this show is for you. For sponsorship information or to reserve your booth space, call 685-2121. That's 685-2121. Or simply visit OutdoorLivingAndLandscapeShow.com. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Vivian Adams, Sean Chapman, Carrie Mock, or Chris Post. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. Listen to or download a podcast of WSU Shocker Basketball on KEYN.com or iTunes or Google Play. Welcome back to Tulsa once again on the Hyatt Regency of Wichita postgame show. The defensive player of the game is brought to you by Gotcha Covered Window Treatments. And if you're looking for a high-quality window treatment from the top manufacturers in the industry at 30 to 50% off retail, then call Dan at 
612-7000, or you can go to gotchacoveredofwichita.com for a free in-home consultation. Mention the Shockers and receive an additional 10% off any order. Well, same Def- guy for everything today. Defensive player of the game got to be Echenique. Uh He had three blocks and uh, drew, was it two charges or three charges? At least two, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say two. I, I know two for sure, maybe three charges. Two, so, two steals, fronted a couple of passes and deflected those balls and yeah, stole them. Yeah, you got to go with that Shanike. He had a, just a heck of a ball game. Well, we might as well make it a clean sweep because he also made the play of the game presented by Litton's Appliance. Echenique fell down, and Igbano goes for the dunk, and Echenique got up and blocked the shot. Oh, my goodness. Looked like Igbano was going to slam that one. Echenique came back and blocked it. So he had that play as well, and uh, check the scoreboard here for you. I was just... uh, like Greg Marshall said, he just needed a little help. <laughs> just somebody else to have a good ball game. Not that the guys weren't trying hard. They were they were playing hard. It was a really good ball game, folks. A really exciting game here with a great crowd. Both teams just playing their hearts out. But uh, unfortunate that the Shockers just couldn't find a way to shoot a little bit better. I am looking for my scoreboard sheet here. Uh, Every Several games in the American today. Memphis had a close one at home against UConn, but finally held on to win that one, 70-63. USF protected the home court, beating UCF, 64-48. Houston was up 10 at Cincinnati at halftime, 40-30. Cincinnati just came back to win that one, 64-62. So we had a couple of games Whoa. go right down to the wire. That means that Tulsa is now in sole possession of first place in the conference. They are now the only one-loss team left in the American as they go to 7-1. and one. Houston now 7-2. and two. Cincinnati is 7-2. and two. The Shockers 5-3. and three. Uh, SMU at the moment 5-3. and three. They've got a 7 o'clock game at home against Tulane, and uh, that game just underway, about uh, seven, eight minutes in. And Temple was behind early to ECU and came back to win that game by 12. Temple beat ECU 76-64 in Philadelphia. Uh, West Virginia beat Kansas State by nine today. Kansas a three-point win over Texas Tech at home. And the Wichita State women beat ECU 57-55. So those are the other scores. Next up for the Shockers, a home game against Cincinnati. Uh, another big one, and then on to Houston next weekend. So three really big games right in a row here. This would have been a great one to steal on the road. The Shockers will have to try to pick up pick up one somewhere else. And, of course, they've got Tulsa coming back to Wichita later. Yeah, Shockers didn't play for a week, and now they've got three games in eight days. As you mentioned, uh, uh, Cincinnati on Thursday at home and then Sunday at Houston. So, uh it's not going to get any easier for the for the Shockers as they play two of the top teams in the league. Oh, actually, they played the top team in the league today in Tulsa, and now they face Cincinnati and Houston. You know, when you looked at the schedule and the way things were starting out, and as well as Wichita State was playing, you looked at a game on March the 5th when the Shockers go to Memphis and thinking, well, that might be the big showdown for the, the league. The Shockers in Memphis next to last game of the year. 
The last game of the regular season is Tulsa in Coke Arena on Sunday, March the 8th, and who knows how big that one could be. But the Shockers right now have got to play themselves back into the thick of that race. They're now two games behind Tulsa. A lot of time left, a lot of possibilities of making up ground. Uh, everybody's still got a lot of tough games remaining, but uh, Tulsa held serve by getting the last second win here on their home court. Well, watching all the teams play now for uh, a month or so or, or two, I was under the impression I was I was thinking that Cincinnati and Houston were the two best teams in the league, but I think it's really hard to ignore Tulsa now because uh, they've done it against an uh, array of different uh, teams. They're they're seven and one in their last eight games. They've won six in a row now, and uh, sit atop the league uh, with their record of what seven and one. Yeah. Uh, uh, record AAC record. So, uh, Tulsa's Tulsa's up there, and they're looking like they want to stay up there. And then uh, Cincinnati, Houston. So the Shockers, uh, what are they going to take? Four teams from this league, Mike. So they got to figure out a way to possible. get. Uh, they got to figure out a way to get third or fourth in this league. Third or fourth in this league, if they want to go to the NCAA tournament. Want to remind you, we've got a Greg Marshall show coming up Monday night from AJ Sports Grill at the Alley. It airs from six to seven on ninety-seven five FM, twelve forty AM KFH. We'd love to have you join us live at AJ's at Thirteenth and Greenwich Road. So again, six o'clock to seven. Monday night from AJ Sports Grill at the Alley, the Greg Marshall Show, and then Tulsa in town on Thursday night, or sorry, Cincinnati in town Thursday night to face the Shockers, and that's a 6 o'clock tip-off with our pregame beginning at 5 o'clock. So that will do it from here, a tough one for the Shockers today, a hard-fought game right to the end. Tulsa wins it by three on a last-second shot. And for Bob Hull and Dave Wilson, Mike Kennedy wishing you a pleasant good afternoon, actually good evening now from Tulsa. Final score, Tulsa 54, Wichita State 51. Shocker basketball is brought to you by United Healthcare, Kansas Land Tire and Service, Shelter Insurance, IHOP, White Star Machinery, Litton's Appliance, Equity Bank, Chicken and Pickle, and your hometown Chevy dealers. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.